0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of
1: gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it.
2: I'm Lyle Mann. And I'm Ethan Pterodactyl. This is a special edition of the Babylon Beetle News Desk as we're preparing to celebrate the one year anniversary of two weeks to flatten the curve. You probably don't even remember this, but a year ago we all agreed to lock down, wear masks and social distance for just two short weeks to slow the spread. And that's exactly what we did. And then life went back to normal and the rest of 2020 was amazing. Now let's all take a minute to remember all the great things that happened in 2020. President Trump defeated opposing candidate Joe Biden in a landslide riding on a strong economy and a content, happy populace. Critics panned little-known documentary, Tiger King, asking, who has time to stay home all day and watch this garbage? The nation reported a bountiful surplus of toilet paper all year long with no shortages to speak of. Dr. Fauci honorably retired after a short two weeks in the spotlight, beloved by Americans on both sides of the aisle. Zoom went out of business as everyone agreed Zoom meetings are useless and terrible. Elon Musk is still living in California. Tenet broke all box office records. Gina Carano got a Mandalorian spin-off. People who still wear masks are seen as deranged conspiracy theorists. Depression is at an all-time low. Teachers are teaching. Portland is peaceful. And everyone has a job. And of course, the aliens of distant planet Graxon-5 made contact with Earth's leaders, granting humanity access to the secrets of the universe. Most notably, the- Whoa. Okay, that was really strange. We don't know where that video came from, but uh, must have gotten our broadcast signals crossed with another station or dimension or something. Who knows? (laughs) So that's it for our coverage of the one-year anniversary of two weeks to flatten the curve. Just hang in there for another couple years, sorry, weeks. And remember, we're all in this together.
3: Hello, America. (laughs) We have a big ask. We were asking you to stay in your homes for two weeks. Two weeks to flatten the curve. We don't want to overrun the hospitals. So stay home, save lives, two weeks. We can do this, we can do this, okay? I don't think they're gonna like this, I, okay, all right. Hello again, America. Uh, we are gonna ask you to extend the two weeks to 30 days. 30 days to slow the spread. We don't wanna run out of ventilators. The models are are, are terrifying. The models uh, have changed slightly. So, um, the, but the data and the models, um, they can change, they cannot change. They, uh, they're like, ah, uh, you know, just It's like testing. Um, that is what I'm here to talk to you about today America we are going to test people for the virus i i don't know i don't know if we're going to test people every day because i mean you could test and be cleared that you don't have it and then you could go get it and then have it the next day so um we want to test everybody on the hour every hour i don't think that's like that's possible i don't think it's feasibly possible to- so so yeah this is so fun, isn't it? I mean, I mean, it's not fun. It's, um, we're all in this together. You no, know, I get it, some people don't have jobs right now. Um, I do, but for those that don't, this has gotta be really hard. <laughs> it's gotta be so hard on you guys. I mean, the virus is here and um, it's here. We're just gonna have to stay in our homes until there's a vaccine. <laughs> I mean, really, that's just what we're looking at it. I mean, there's no real return to normal. <laughs> now, the vaccine um, might be uh, rushed, and we, we might not know long-term effects. The vaccine could cause liver failure after 10 years of being injected with it. We, <laughs> we really don't know. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> we also might not get a vaccine. So, <sighs> I mean, some vaccines work, some vaccines don't work and most viruses don't have a vaccine. So I think now we're going to tell people that kids could get it just, you know, just to scare the hell out of everybody. The flu is more deadly to children, but we don't want you to, I mean, don't, don't start, don't start using your brain. (laughs) So what this means is we are going to need a all mail-in ballot election in November. (laughs) Can you stand in line at Costco? Yes. Can you stand in line to vote? No. It really is horrible that all of this has happened in an election year it's just it's, it's unfortunate I mean this this could be a forever lockdown it's just um for you guys I mean I'm still still doing my thing, <laughs> but for you guys it I'm so sorry
4: over this
5: this is Lou Benninger. You're listening to No Hostages Radio. And this is episode 115, 115, and it should be up and going on June 12th, 2021. Thank you for listening. I'm not sure how you got to us, whether you just found us on your podcast source or whether you read one of my articles somewhere and like on Live with Lou Facebook page or Uh, Somewhere, And then saw at the bottom where it says you can uh, reach out to us through our website. We have a website called nohostagesradio.com. And there you can find old episodes, hundreds of them. And you can also find hundreds of uh, newspaper articles I wrote when I was writing for the Territorial Dispatch, which I'm not now doing. But uh, you can find my articles, uh, same type of articles, on Facebook page Live with Lou. And we post one or two a week, plus we post the uh, podcast over there as well, just to give people flexibility on where they want to get it. Some people don't do podcasts, some people do Facebook, some people don't do either, some people find them, their way to the uh, the website. So we, we give some flexibility there. Some people just want to read it in the newspaper, and unfortunately, a lot of newspapers don't want to carry anything that is going to get them canceled or uh, criticized. Uh, or demonstrated against. So they're no longer what we call watchdogs. They become lapdogs. The uh, one newspaper that I take that is a weekly paper that I would highly recommend is Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H, Times. And uh, it is a wonderful paper. and, And even though it's delivered just once a week, there's enough material in there to feast on all week. So Epoch or Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H. A magazine that comes out, I think it's once a quarter, is uh, called Range. I would highly recommend that if you want to stay informed about the truth. Uh, Range Magazine, Epoch Times, and uh, of course there's lots of podcasts out there and uh, you can find your way to alternative media. If you're still watching the traditional media, what they used to call mainstream media, uh, you are hopelessly confused. So until you disconnect from that, which I did in 1987, not because of politics, uh, because of other reasons, uh, you're in real trouble. And there's plenty of places to get your news and accurate news and true news. So uh, that's just a couple of leads for that. So you can reach me at uh, an email address called lou, L-O-U, at nohostagesradio.com Lou, L-O-U at nohostagesradio.com you can email me there I do check that email I do respond to uh, emails uh, If you have, and if you want to send me any information I have people that uh, send me ideas for articles on um, uh, Facebook Messenger uh, through email uh, variety, you know texts, all kinds of stuff texts and links and all that kind of things so uh welcome all that's welcome uh you know some of the folks that are nationally syndicated well known people uh they have staff a staff of uh, folks to help them g- grab articles that are kind of hot and and uh and pass them on for a review and put on putting on the air but uh I don't have that unless they're volunteers, and I do have some that are very interested in and in, uh And what we're doing and trying to save the country. And so if if you want to be involved in that, you can. Uh, Let's see. Uh, You could also text me at 530-713-1838. 530-713-1838. If you call, uh, I do answer the call 24 hours a day, but uh, it'd be nice if it's not urgent to call a daytime hour. I am on the left coast. Uh, so there's, if you're on the East coast, obviously three hours difference and you can sort out the rest of it on your own. Um, But most people will text me, Uh, occasionally somebody will call and and say, oh, I heard about you or read about you, and I've always wanted to talk to you about something, finally have a phone number. So 530-713-1838. We're going to do six 20-minute talk segments here, uh, separated by four or five minutes of clips that we, we play. We don't really play any other newsy items. We just play educational items that I, I think are helpful uh to the audience. So I think that covers all the details. Oh, let me uh let me talk about this. Let me get some uh, some dates, upcoming dates, because some of you may start to listen to this and you may get distracted or somebody come into the house or the office and you have to stop and then you might might not get back to us. So let me give you a couple of dates. We just finished the free and brave conference out at glad tidings Uh, if you missed that or you have been hearing rumors about it uh, you can see it for yourself online at churchofgladtidings.com and you can uh, check out each speaker separately so you're not tied into the whole conference just to catch one specific speaker Uh, i would really encourage you to do that but there's other things coming up on july 3rd i think it's three in the afternoon Dinesh D'Souza, uh, New York Times bestselling author, great speaker. Uh, He used to, he kind of cut his teeth in the Reagan administration as a youngster, but now he's a a spokesperson and advocate and and, uh, a Christian man from India and who lives here now, and he is coming out to speak for the second time uh, for a woman that's running for john garamendi's district and that's i think it's district three and uh so it includes yuba sutter counties and a lot of these small counties up here in the north area not butte county but glenn county and lake county and and uh then over here in yolo county a little bit of sacramento county i think and anyway uh tamika hamilton she lives in dixon that's that's in yolo counties in in the district and she's a uh, married a married woman that is uh, a mother and an Air Force uh, veteran that's still, I think, active, somewhat active in the Air Force. I don't know the different plans that they have, but she's been in for many years. Her husband was a, a, a Navy veteran. Now he's a police officer. And uh, she's running for the second time against John Garamendi. And there's, this is a fundraiser, and, and you can go and sign up to uh, get a seat. You can either get a VIP seat in a special VIP meeting ahead of the other meeting, the later meeting. Uh, but there's the, uh, so you can sort it all out at this. Uh, I'm going to give you a uh, website, Vote Tamika, that's T A M I K A, T A M I K A, vote tamika.org backslash events backslash. And that will get you, it'll cut through all the stuff and get you right to the Dinesh D'Souza page. You just scroll down, it says Purchase, click on Purchase, and it'll pop up the options, and then you can go from there. So that's uh, 3 o'clock on uh, on that afternoon, July 3rd. July 16th, General Michael Flynn, who was, uh, was Donald, well, actually, he was President Obama's choice for national security, I believe, advisor, uh, highly decorated hero in the United States and uh then when uh, President Trump took over he wanted Michael Flynn but uh they basically uh slimed him the democrats slimed him and manipulated him and it cost him his <clears throat> fortune or not not his fortune but his assets his house and uh, with all the legal fees but General Flynn is on a speaking tour. He's going to come to California, and he's going to speak, I think, three different places throughout California, starting with Church of Glad Tidings in uh, in Yuba City or just north of Yuba City towards Live Oak at 1179 Eager Road. By the way, Dinesh D'Souza meeting, I didn't mention that, is also at Church of Glad Tidings, 1179 Eager Road. It tells everything on the website. So the General Flynn tickets uh, for July 16th went on sale on uh on June 8th and sold out in just a few hours and so uh they're already gone unless you want to buy a VIP ticket which is $500 i think the general tickets are $20 but there's a VIP meeting ahead of time where you could have a personal meeting with uh General Flynn small venue and have uh questions and answers have your photo taken etc it's a fundraiser for him obviously and um For you veterans, there was discussion of uh, a veterans breakfast that is going to, uh, was going to take place that morning. And it was going to be out at, we thought, at Calvary Christian Center on Calusa Avenue uh, or Highway 20 in Yuba City. But it it now has been changed to uh, the 530 Events Center in Marysville at 11th and J in Marysville. And I don't have all the details on that, like whether they're charging or not. Uh, but they think they can ha- hold 500 people uh, inside that uh, facility of theirs, and I don't know about how they're cooking, and it's all on them. the The general wanted to speak to veterans, so uh, he wants a all veterans uh, breakfast. So I don't know whether gonna, the church is going to pay for the breakfast, or there's going to be a small fee for that. I don't know. I will give you information. Before they get here about all the details on that, but it's a great honor to have General Flynn coming to town. I don't know who the speakers are that are coming with him. There was some discussion about Lynn Wood uh, coming from, uh, he's the attorney that's been a uh, high-profile attorney during the Trump administration. He didn't work for the administration, but he became a high-valued high, high valued spokesperson for the Trump administration So I'm not sure whether he's coming, but it should settle up here in the next week or so. He should get all the details and uh, sort themselves out. I was talking to the people who, uh, you know, during this time of year, when we weren't influenced or affected by COVID, uh, there were summer camps you could go to and you go for a week or two weeks. And I saw some of them advertised and they were they were uh when they were advertised they were saying they had to wear the kids had to wear masks they had to do social distancing they had to be in small groups they couldn't inter, inter interface or interact with other kids from other groups on the campground it it just sounded like a miserable time so uh the people the the children's leaders at church of glad tidings started a, a camp called roar r-o-a-r and so once a week if uh, you're a mom stay-at-home mom or Uh, or you can arrange to get your kids there. You can get the whole morning off. If you bring them, drop them by nine o'clock, they start at nine and they go to 1230 and we snack them and feed them. And it's a fun time. It's educational. It's fun. It's recreational. And so there's no charge to that. And that's every Wednesday until August 25. So that's something you can do as well. I was also talking to um, Jessica Gonzaga, And they have started a a project. A a lot of these parents whose children could not go to school uh, or the school was screwed up uh, were panicking and were looking for help with schooling. And so a lot of the parents uh, that attend Church of Glad Tidings and even some they knew that needed help, they joined together and, and started a program called Arrow, like bow and arrow, Arrow Education, And that is not a private school. It is a a way to inform parents about resources and assist them and embellish their efforts to educate their own children. So uh, all the the people attending that right now um, are—and you can look look that up on churchofgladtidings.com website. You can look up Aero Education because a lot of you are— are probably freaking out about the schools, either that they weren't open for 16 months, and now they're going to open and teach uh, nonsense like evolution, climate change, uh, uh, multi-genders beyond two genders, like 50 genders, uh, transsexuals switching sports. Uh, Let's see, what else? Crazy critical race theory, cancel culture, just... A lot of nonsense you're never going to use in your your life and um, so the uh, the great option is to do it yourself and there's a lot of resources that weren't available back in the 1980s that now 40 years later uh, there's lots of lots of resources available and aero education is helping point parents to that uh, all those resources online and and hard you know hard copy resources etc so if you want to find out about that the same people that are doing roar are doing aero education and you could find out about that on the church of website that's in uh, they're located on 1179 as i mentioned earlier about these events 1179 eager road uh that road just goes right between 99 and uh, live oak boulevard so just north of yuba city All right. I think I caught most of that. Uh, Oh, I wanted to mention that Gavin Newsom, uh, uh, there's still confusion out there about what in the world happened on this recall. Some people think because we signed this petition that since we got enough signatures, that means he is recalled. If you notice, his mug is still on the television, and we did get plenty of signatures, way more than we needed to uh, recall the governor what that means is uh the governor's name is put on a ballot where we get a chance to say yes or no for him to remain our governor and if the if the answer is no on the ballot then the option down below so for instance you you vote yes or no whatever you want to keep him yes however it is you yes or no but then you also choose somebody from all the other people that would like to replace him if he gets voted out he may not get get voted out right but if he does then one of the other people that got the most votes just the most votes that's all he could even if he has 16 percent of all the votes but it's divided up and that's all that person has 16 percent of all the votes tallied if he's got the most votes he becomes the next governor until the term of gavin newsom expires and then the then there'll be another election, right, every four years. So the reason I'm bringing this up is you might think, oh, we accomplished that. Well, we accomplished, it was one step to, and it's an important step. It's a huge step. I was telling somebody the other day that in the United States of America, its entire history, only two governors in history have been actually recalled. Now, many, many governors have been Put on the ballot to be recalled but they the populace wasn't successful in removing them so california is one of those in 2003 the californians decided to recall gray davis a democrat governor same as we have today uh, and same some similar issues were going on but uh certainly not a covid situation but the vote uh the, the people of California voted Gray Davis out of office and replaced him with a guy named Arnold Schwarzenegger. So we, if, so we already have the distinction, California of, of 50 States of removing one of the governors of the two governors in the 50 States that ever were removed from office. So we have an opportunity. Some people think there's going to be an election as early as August. Others think it's going to be towards the end of the year, but, um, However it is, if we vote them out, that means we will probably have a record that never will be surpassed because that will be two governors rejected, sitting governors rejected in the same state uh, in the history of the United States. And most like 48 states uh, have never, ever successfully recalled a governor. They may have recalled somebody else, but not the governor. So that's a little scoop on that. Now, it people need to register to vote you can register if you think i want to i'm sick of this state i and i can't leave so i'm gonna i want to do something Well, one thing you can do is vote and you can register to vote online at the secretary of state's uh, website or you can go to your county clerk whichever county you're in and just fill one out take you five minutes there to fill out a form doesn't cost a nickel Fill out a form, um, a registration form, and leave it right there with them and walk out. And very simple. And so uh, if you know relatives or friends that aren't registered to vote, please get them registered to vote. You can actually go to the county clerk's office and pick up a stack of registration forms, bring them home, and and have a registration party. And uh, we do the same thing at Church of Glad Tidings. We, We actually have a registration table in the back and just announce it to the folks, hey, it's our responsibility to be a voting member of the the public and that's all about being salt and light in our in our community and our nation, so we need to be voters. And um so uh get registered to vote number one. Number two, uh you may have helped get some signatures on the uh recall Gavin. Uh, on the recall Gavin uh petitions. And you may think, oh, I did my deed. Now, listen, there's going to be a huge outpouring of money to say everybody made a mistake. Gavin's really a wonderful guy. And there's going to be probably money spent like $10 or $20 to support Gavin to $1 to say don't support him. So what we need to do is raise some money. And the way to do that is go to recallgavin2020.com. And uh, just go to Recall Gavin 2020. Now, don't go to any of these other sites that are Republican sites that are trying to raise money on the back of the the work that the, Re- the Recall Gavin people did. So uh, go to Recall Gavin 2020. And I always when I say it, I'm always nervous because I, I say 20 Recall Gavin. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, recallgavin twenty twenty dot com. I always get the com and the org confused. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back and with our second segment.
0: to the government they'll put you in prison but when they lie to all of us it's called being a politician you think taking guns away will save our kids from the killings but you're pro-choice abortion kills way more children if america's so terrible and racist it probably isn't safe to encourage immigration just saying all the contradictions are embarrassing you know who hates America the most? Americans. Trigger warnings used to be on TV for seizures. And now they're everywhere to protect millennials' feelings. He, she, his, him, hers, them, they. Screw a pronoun because everyone's a retard these days. Hear them preaching at the protest that hatred's the problem. But hating straight men, white folks, and Christians is common. Coca-Cola telling people they should be less white. They preach intolerance, but if you disagree, they fight. There's a race war here. Elections based on fear. Black lives only matter once every four years. Soldiers died for this country, and every one of us benefits. Give welfare to the bums and forget about the veterans Black folks and white folks divided by the news But we are all the same, we are red, white, and blue Ashamed to be American? Okay, that's cool Cause honestly, we are all ashamed of you too Y'all are so fake, oh no The forecast said that there'd be snowflakes Whoa, you can't make us see it Your way, no way Gasoline and pro, more flames. They set us up to fail, that's what they built the system for. Put an ammunition shop across the street from a liquor store. Empowering women used to be different than this before. The role models got OnlyFans or dance on a stripper pole. Screw it, I ain't tripping, I don't mean to be mean. But if our children are the future, then our future is bleak. They take an Adderall to focus, hit McDonald's to eat. They're addicted to phones and they take Xanax to sleep. They blurred the lines dividing communism and democracy In 2021, we paint the patriots as Nazis The men playing women's sports get trophies for winning Like great, let's celebrate a man for beating some women If you're black, your life matters, you're supposed to embrace it If you're rich or you're smart, then you're probably Asian If you're gay, then you're brave, all of that I'm okay with But if you're white, the stereotype is you are a racist Blaming capitalism like that's the reason things are tough Why you tweet from an iPhone and sip on a Starbucks You're supporting what you stand against, you don't think you are, but A Percocet addict don't donate money to pharma Damn dog, we're all afraid to speak the truth And the more afraid we get, the more we hate the ones who do You're ashamed to be American? Okay, that's cool Cause honestly, we are all ashamed of you too Y'all are so fake, oh no The forecast said that there'd be snowflakes Whoa, you can't make us see it Your way, no way Gasoline and pro We can all get along, but there's no stopping. Everybody's wrong, that's the real problem. They don't want to hear it, but they still talking. Soon enough, we running out of options. This ain't going to end till it's in the coffin. We ain't going to be friends till we try to squash it. I don't know how we can make amends or we drop it. Snowflakes melt when it's hot, kid. Y'all are so fake. Oh, no.
6: The
0: forecast said that there'd be snowflakes. Whoa. You can make us see it your way, no way, gasoline and grow more flames,
6: oh no, no more snowflakes.
2: I'm Kyle Mann. I'm Ethan Nicole. This is the Babylon B News Desk. In inspiring news today, the Black Lives Matter organization has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Mostly. Uh, sorry, the Nobel Mostly Peace Prize. Their activism moved us all by bringing attention to issues of systemic injustice while remaining peaceful. Mostly. Mostly peaceful. They did this while not throwing bricks through windows. Mostly. Burning down buildings. Mostly. And definitely not murdering dozens of people in violent protests for months on end throughout the entirety of 2020. Mostly. And we at The Babylon Bee want to take a moment to remember all the great things accomplished by BLM in this past year. They burned down systemic racism as though it were an Arby's. They threw bricks through the windows of white supremacy as though it were a black owned business in downtown LA. They picked up the torch of racial progress and ran with it like a stack of TVs appropriated from a Target. Or like a moist, delicious cheesecake from the burning ruins of the Cheesecake Factory. Or like a Star Wars Lego set. Or or like a deluxe Kenmore washer. Or a radio flyer wagon. Or perhaps it's most like a giant retail battery display as as a metaphor, of course. Mostly. Mostly a metaphor. Black Lives Matter is considered to be a favorite for the award, especially because they have threatened to burn down the Nobel Institute if they lose.
5: all nice. so well, right we're we're back for our second so segment. Nice. Thanks for hanging with us and uh, we were just finishing talking about donating towards gavin uh, Gavin Newsom's recall so even if you could donate five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars twenty five dollars that's huge. Uh, I don't feel a lot of pressure just if you can help any. Uh, That would be great. I'm sure they can do it with a credit card or if you have a PayPal account or all those kind of things. I'm kind of old school. I don't have all the the new twists, but I do have uh, a lot of times I'll use my credit card online. So recallgavin2020.com and please give something, and let's all work together and do the best we can to remove this governor. I want to mention a couple new people that are supporting us, uh, but I'm also working with one of them. That's Dr. Joe Cassidy. He's a medical doctor, been here for about 30 years, for 25 years. He was the Yuba County Health Officer, and he was also the doctor of the jail, keeping all the inmates healthy, Uh, and so uh, Dr. Joe Cassidy now works for Peachtree Health or Peachtree Clinic, as it's known. There's one in Linden. There's one in Live Oak. There's other ones as well, but those are the ones locally that he works at. And uh, recently, we started a project, and it's a to stop addiction. And we're we're trying to intervene instead of waiting for the government to do something because they seem to be stuck in the mud, all the, the government's drug abuse or drug uh, substance abuse money. That uh is for treatment is coming through the behavioral health or mental health uh over here in Yuba City, and uh it's been very difficult to get people into treatment It's been very bureaucratic most most people that are totally healthy wouldn't go through the the screening process to to get into rehab. Then we wonder why people are living all in the back of our buildings in in the in the river bottoms uh sleeping on the streets they're all drug addicted and uh, the fact is we could get them off the streets but the government is so bureaucratic they ha- if they if they had to run their government as a business they would go out of business in a month so dr cassidy and i uh because people are dropping dead left and right because of heroin overdoses a friend of mine just dropped dead uh, about 8 days ago uh it's just a, it's a it's a shame it's a shame and and there's no reason why we can't get these people into rehabs it's just people don't give a damn. That's where it's at. They just don't give a damn that work for government. And they know they're going to get paid the same whether they get somebody off the streets or not. And they're just not anxious about it. And I get, I get calls seven days a week. I get calls at night. And I handle the calls. You don't see anybody in government doing that. So Dr. Joe Cassidy, uh, I'm going to give my number. I'm going to give his number. And I'm going to give you an idea how to do this. I just got a call today from a lady in Oroville. And her uh, grandson is in the uh, Butte County Jail, and he needs help. He needs a rehab. And I said, we can help you. Just that simple. We do not need to go through all this bureaucratic crap that the government, if you want to look at why there's so many people dying of heroin overdoses and fentanyl overdoses and methamphetamine overdoses... And dying out in those river bottoms, you can point right to the government. They created the problem, and they are making money off that problem. You think, oh, they, that's not true, Lou. They're, they're uh, really, you know, they care about those people, and they don't want them there either. No, they, they're making money. The homeless issue, the homeless, in, it's now become an industry. We are funding it. We are giving checks to those people. We are giving EBT cards to those people. And that is funding their addiction, and they've taken all holds off their behavior, unless they stab somebody to death. But pretty much all they're doing is sight and release, sight and release. They do not go to jail, so they're they're robbing people like Walgreens and Walmart and all the stores blind, and they're destroying our society. So in the meantime, Dr. Cassidy and I, we're putting out some cards. They're like a three-by-three three card that says are you ready on one side and it shows a picture of a guy laying on the sidewalk and in the back it says uh we can help and it lists that we can help with narcan in other words we can get some narcan for them if if they want to keep narcan in case they overdose on heroin or fentanyl they can take narcan someone can help them take it Uh, we can get them into get some medical treatment for them to stop the withdrawals and get them off the street drugs we can help with counseling. We can get him get him into residential treatment, and so um, my number is five three zero seven one three one eight three eight, and Doctor Cassidy's is 530-682-8648. Now, as courtesy to him, because he sees thirty or forty patients a day when he's working, he doesn't work every single day since he's semi retired. But the re- reason he's still working as much is to help addicts become unaddicts. And so please text him. Don't call that number, but please text him and just say your name, your number, and and what you need. I, I need to talk to you about I'm, I have addiction issues or I'm addicted to heroin or opiates or whatever you want. To, something very simple. Just say a couple of lines and he will call you back. Now, the first thing I would do with Dr. Cassidy instead of texting him, use that as a last resort. Just call uh, the Peachtree Health. Again, it's it's semi-government Peachtree Health. Uh, it's they do not have a very efficient and kind front end to their office, so it's a pain in the rear sometimes to get through. If they say to you, "He's not taking any more patients," or they jack you around, just say, "Fine, I have his cell number. I'll just call him direct," and that put should put a bee up their butt. Uh, but text him then if you cannot get through a peach tree and they will not give you an appointment, uh, text him and he will help arrange for an appointment. Now, we're interested in getting people. He also takes just normal folks that want a doctor. So if you need a doctor, he's a great doctor and he's been here for many years and he's got a very good reputation. But he's one of the fewer doctors in town that actually helps people that are addicted to narcotics. So, okay. Also, I wanted to mention, I get, I've heard a lot of action is happening over at North Valley Paralegal. That's where my friend uh, Nelly Garcia is uh, rocking and rolling over there, helping people with their legal issues. So a lot of times uh, you need to go to court or you need to file something. You don't know quite how to do it. And if you don't do it perfect, they won't tell you how to do it. They'll just say, that's not right. Try it again. So instead of that you can go to a paralegal, get it done right the first time. She'll take responsibility for it, get it filed and get it done. So whether it's custody issues or you know property issues or selling something or or uh trusts or whatever, you you got criminal problems whatever, uh they can help you in a lot of things where you don't have to go pay for a very expensive attorney and many attorneys are liars. And uh I I've, I've met some. If you want to call me, I'll tell you which ones are liars and and the criminals themselves so uh Nellie is not you Nellie is not and so if you want to reach her it's 751 Sutter Street in Yuba City it's right at the levee right on this the line between Yuba and Sutter County so you can reach her at 5, 751-9289 530-751-9289. she works very hard she's very honest she's a very good person and uh she's like a daughter to me so She will do you right. Okay, I'm going to go on and get into some things here. Now, I was talking about uh, Gray Davis and Gavin Newsom uh, being similar in that they're facing recalls. And so I noticed this uh, thing come over social media, and it was put out by Senator Melissa um, Melendez. And she's been a senator for quite a while from down in Southern California. And she is one of the few conservatives that are serving uh, in the— in the Senate chambers at this time and, and or in either chamber at this time, assembly or Senate. But she wrote this and it says to register and this is really get your attention. And this is brought to my attention by people that have moved out of California and are living Texas and Idaho and here, there, and everywhere, and they'll start comparing, oh, Lou, gasoline is this expensive, and your gasoline's that expensive, and we registered our Toyota over here for this much, and we registered all five of our cars for the price just one car would cost in California. Isn't that amazing? So they give me feedback. So M- Melissa Menin- Melendez said to register a 2021 Toyota 4Runner in Idaho is $32, not per year, For two years, in other words, $16 a year, you pay it up front for $32, but it carries you for two years. To register, she says the same exact vehicle in California is $627 for just one year. That means for the same vehicle in Idaho that costs you $32 for two years, it would cost you. $1,254 $1,254 for two years. You hear what I said? In California, it's twelve hundred and fifty-four dollars to register that person's two thousand twenty-one Toyota Forerunner. Where across the the line in Idaho, it's just thirty-two dollars. Now, people, that's just highway robbery. That's that's if we if we're if you're mad at the mafia, you're mad at the wrong people because the 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 people we've elected to office, those perverts down there, those liars, those cheats, those criminals, they're the ones ripping us off. Now, let me just tell you this, that a poor, per, the, that uh, it doesn't matter whether you're poor, whether you're middle class, lower middle class. We're all sp- spending the same amount of money on these car registrations. Now, the car registrations was one of the reasons that Gray Davis— it's odd. Now, there were a lot of things he did, and I don't want to rehearse what he did as a governor that get him got him kicked out. But one of the things he did was against the protests of Californians. He raised the car tax way up, the DMV fees, and it just pissed people off. And it was a number of things we had. A, we're getting ready to have rolling blackouts again because Gavin Newsom has stopped California industry, including PG&E and others, from using fossil fuels. Water, water, hydroelectric uh, ways to make electricity, fossil fuels to make electricity, natural gas to make el- electricity, thermal heat to make—he's just cutting everything out. But uh, bird, bird blender power and solar power, and that's the same type of craziness, stupidness, absolutely nonsensical, crazy. Uh, it, it's like a person that's on LSD's got more sense than Gavin Newsom. That's the same kind of nonsense that got Gray Davis kicked out of office. Now, you heard what I said. It's $32 for two years, or if you want to stay in California, it's $1,254 for two years. $1,254 versus $32 covers you for two years. Same vehicle. Now, here's another difference, though. You think, oh, well, the roads over in Idaho must be really horrible. The roads in Idaho, you know, they rank all these things in the country. They're fast it's fascinating reading, actually. Roads in Idaho are ranked as the top three in the top three best in the country. That means sometimes it's third, sometimes it's second, sometimes it's number one. Roads in California are ranked second to worst in the country. That's like next to last, 49th, right? And the other thing is that Caltrans is so incompetent that our cost to to go out and, and put out to bid, a request for bid, what they call, uh, it costs like several times as much as it would in another, in another state to repair our roads per mile. We, we pay several times more because of the incompetence. Of Caltrans. All right, I want to move on. We got about seven minutes left in this, and and even though we just passed uh, D-Day or June sixth, I I still want to talk about uh, a, a few guys and about the Normandy assault uh, because uh, I'm impressed. I, I want to talk about real Americans. I guess that's the way I ought to say it. So uh, when I was growing up and TV was starting. There were shows, a movie star, a guy was named Audie Murphy, and he was a small guy, and he was uh, usually in a cowboy uh, movie, and Audie Murphy's is the name, kind of sounds like a cowboy, But, uh, but it turns out that Audie Murphy, before he was in movies, before he came to Hollywood, he was in World War II. And uh, Audie Murphy was the most decorated American combat soldier in World War II, receiving every military combat award for valor available from the United States Army as well as the French and the Belgian awards for heroism. At the age of 19 years of age, at the age of 19, Audie Murphy received the Medal of Honor after single-handedly holding off an entire company of German soldiers for an hour at the Colmar Pocket in France in January 1945, then leading a successful counterattack while while wounded and out of ammunition. After the war, Audie Murphy had a 21-year acting career. That's when I crossed his path. He played himself in the 1955 autobiographical To Hell and Back movie based on his 1949 memoirs of the same name, but most of his films were Western, as I mentioned earlier. The movie To Hell and Back was a critical and box office success. In fact, it was Universal's biggest hit until Jaws. Suffering from insomnia and recurring nightmares from what would today be described as post-traumatic stress disorder, or we, we call it PTSD, he once said that he could sleep only with a loaded pistol under his pillow. Now, I want you to keep that in mind when you meet people that you knew in high school or in college and then they went away to war and then they came back and you just think they're same old same old that nobody's same old same old when they go away and go into armed conflict in the last few years of his life he was plagued by money problems but refused offers to appear in alcohol and cigarette commercials because he did not want to set a bad example now that's amazing right Audie Murphy died in a plane crash in Virginia in 1971, shortly before his 46th birthday, and was interred with full military honors in Arlington National Cemetery. Now, I want to talk about two other guys that are brothers that I have a picture of that I just love these two guys. And uh, it says 76 years ago, today, brothers Ubert, Ubert Terrell, 100, he's 100 years of age, he's on the right. And L.C. Terrell, 98 years of age, were both involved in invading Normandy on D-Day, one on the ground and the other by air. L.C. took out two enemy machine gun nests with hand grenades that day. He knew he could throw accurately because he spent a lot of time catching and throwing balls with a minor league baseball player. As a minor league baseball player, uh, uh, he'd known before the war Uh, or with baseball, baseball players that he uh, were personal friends with before the war. He successfully lobbed a grenade into the nest, but only after crawling up the beach on his belly. Ubert, who was fluent in Cajun French, Spanish, and Italian, carried out five covert missions to gather intelligence for D-Day by parachuting into occupied France by night and meeting up with members of the French underground uh, That is in addition to him flying over Normandy to help deliver paratroopers onto the battlefield. Not bad, it says, for two country boys from Louisiana. So these guys were 198. The photo is classic, and I'm so proud to— obviously these guys may not even be alive right now but i'm so proud to just see their photo and just imagine what they did and what they went through that day now we just got a couple minutes left so let me finish this i i'd never seen a photo i there's photos out there they're not photos but they're actually a schematic and it shows the different divisions that attacked the various beaches now normandy is an area of uh of France and so that goes right into the ocean. And then so we had Utah Beach that the Americans attacked. Omaha Beach, the Americans attacked, uh Gold Beach, the Canadians attacked. Uh, sorry, the British attacked. Canadians attacked Juneau Beach and the British attacked Sword Beach. So British took two beaches, U.S. took two beaches, and, and the Canadians took one beach. And, and so 77 years ago today, today which is a, a few few days ago, 156,000 American, British, and Canadian forces landed on five beaches along a 50-mile stretch of the heavily fortified coast of France's Normandy region. the The, the Germans had taken over. The Battle of Normandy, which lasted from June 1944 to August 1944, resulted in 226,000 Allied deaths. Didn't count the Germans, just said those are Allies, almost a quarter of a million. Many others were listed as wounded or missing. The battle resulted in the Allied liberation of Western Europe. Uh, from nazi germany's control was considered a turning point in World War II. God bless all those people. I just every time i every year year that we get to talk about it, I love talking about it and love telling you about it that never got taught in school because they're communists and are running our schools and and they don't want to uh they the The history is all revisionist that means they've changed it to fool you to lie and to cheat it's like somebody stopping by my house where i'm I'm near highway 20 in downtown marysville and saying hey how do you get over here and i steer them the wrong way on purpose right i'm a liar and a fraud if i do that so uh I'll, i'll be right back i'm gonna we're gonna take a break here in just a minute so uh hang tight and we're gonna play some clips for you
7: My name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and I'm here for the first time. I'm here tonight not only as a community member, but as a parent in this district. Recently, you sent out a survey wanting to know why parents were not voting yes for this budget. So my my situation, my vote for no is a little different. I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, stop indoctrinating our children. Stop teaching our children to hate the police. Stop teaching our children that if they don't agree with the LGBT community that they're homophobic. You have no idea each child's life. You don't know what their family lifestyle consists of. You don't know the makeup of their their life. You have children like mine, who is Muslim, and I'm Christian, and everyone would think they would never believe that of her, right? Because the way she looks, or according to Miss Cyrus, she's too pasty white.
8: Ma'am. Ma'am. Excuse me.
4: I'm up up here.
8: We're, We're not allowed to use names. If you have something you'd like to discuss about a specific person, you can call the superintendent or leave your info for her to call you tomorrow. Why are we
7: not allowed to discuss names? Why am I not allowed when they purposely themselves expose themselves on social media, talking about calling for the death of a former president or saying that any child that doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter should be canceled out. Is this what my tax dollars is paying for? You're teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of black panther indoctrination. Ma'am. You
8: use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I, I I have no issue
7: hearing what you have to say, but why are why can we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you, the proof? That a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you, to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. And I'm not, this is not the last of me you will see. I'm retired, I have nothing else better to do. We can do it peacefully, or we can take it to the highest courts. because you know and I know I'm not the only parent fighting this all across America right now. Schools are trying to poison our children's minds, teaching them about things that they have no right to be taught in school. So, So, normally,
8: I'm just gonna, if you don't mind, I'm gonna just give you just a feedback for a moment. I have no problem having a peaceful discussion. This is not a peaceful discussion. No, that's
7: your opinion. See, here we go again. This no. is peaceful. To me, this is peaceful. Well, I'm not burning, okay. looting, and murdering. This is peaceful. No, I did not accuse you of that,
8: but I, would, I don't have a problem having a conversation with you, a peaceful conversation, which is
7: this is not. 695 per child in the middle school to buy a curriculum from readtome.org that wasn't even approved. By the, by the Board of Ed. The administrators took it upon themselves to buy these books with taxpayer dollars while COVID is going on. How many families are struggling to pay their mortgages? Listen, by all means, you wanna teach kids these things? Fine, don't do it on my dollar. Don't infringe on my religious beliefs. Don't infringe. Do you know who makes up the majority of this district? Children from police officers' families. Blues, back the blue children. Do you know what these children feel like when they come home? Have you spoken to them? No. You're silencing them. This whole cancel culture, you're silencing the children. Where are their rights? They have no rights. Because if they don't believe in the indoctrination, the demonic, twisted, sneaky, vile acts and and, and, and education, if you call it that, that you're teaching our children, they don't agree with that. They're either homophobic, they're part of a cult, they, 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 they're racist. What, what's, what's racist? Who defines racist? Why? Because I'm, do you know what race I am? Do you? You don't. You don't even have a, an idea. I could be black. I could be white. I could be Asian. You don't know. Who are you to determine that? Who is anyone to determine that? You know what? Children in the school system, children, like other children, they don't look at color. Black and ch- black and white children, Hispanic children. You know why they get along? Because they don't look at each other's color. So you're the racist, not them, not us. You're judging and dividing. You're causing segregation. Everything that we fought for, everything that I fought for for years. So you have the right to stand here and tell me I'm not allowed to mention a name when the person, the Mr. Barry and Miss Cyrus themselves, you have ELA teachers giving out. Uh, assignments on police murder to police are bad you want the proof okay because we have it we have to stop so it. what policy do you have that teachers are not allowed to go on social media and indoctrinate they took a, an oath a responsibility and they're, they're they're going against everything that they stand for
8: end well end.
7: I understand. end it? it end it I have to end it so why I, again, Why? You're on my dollar. Why? Well, actually, Why? I, I,
8: I work for nothing doing
7: this. Oh, you work for nothing. Oh. I do. This is a volunteer position, number okay. one. It's number still two. my taxes paying for everything. I, 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 this podium is every taxpayer's dollar here. Uh, we have rights. We have rights. And, and you're making general assumptions? No, right? I'm not making assumptions. Well, I'm not. I just, know what I'm speaking about. See, I don't I'm agree not, with not you, you so it's an
8: assumption. Well, I'm not going to engage in a back and forth with you about this. So if you would like to make an appointment, I would be happy to sit with the
7: superintendent. I don't, I don't want to. The superintendent, uh, the assistant superintendent already sent an email and stated that they had no idea that these books were being put on in, in the student's hands. The superintendent already stated that they had no idea that the funds of taxpayers were supporting this. Black Panthers, do you know Black Panthers is a domestic terrorist group? Do you know that it was, it was, it was condemned as a, as a terrorist group? Do you know they kill cops? I have a problem when you're trying to kill a police officer. I have a big problem with that. I have a problem when teachers are passing out flyers, recruiting children to go to to the courthouse, to protest Black Lives Matters, when you have people sitting with with, with signs that says all cops are bastards. Really? All cops are bastards, no, I think you people are because the way you're acting yeah. and the way you're treating our children and our police officers yeah. and making them believe that it's okay to abuse them, I'll be damned if I'm gonna sit here and yeah. let you do that. You, you, no, you I'm, I will become your worst nightmare because I'm gonna stand here and keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Thank you. And if not, um, we, I can per- actually go out, get signatures. What happens if we stop paying school taxes? You're gonna arrest all the community? The majority of the community? No, I don't think so. This won't be the last of me. I want everyone to know what's going on because you're hiding it. You're hiding it. You know who does that? Communists do that. That's what you're doing, recruiting children. Children. You're recruiting children to hate our police officers. How dare you? You have a librarian in the high school passing out Black Lives Matter pins. When a student asks for a blue live, why would I have that? Why would she have that? Have what did you do for police policy. Police week? Cut the oh. Why don't you tell me, sir? What is it you want to tell me?
1: You've had your two minutes.
7: I don't need two minutes. I can, I can go as long as I like. No, that's not the point. No? Policy. oh. Where does it say that I can't? Is there a law against that?
8: We do have a policy. A
7: board policy. Who who makes these board policies? The board. The The board. board. And who pays the board? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody? The chair you're sitting on, we pay for it. The lights that are on, we pay for it. We pay for everything. You want to silence me because I spoke the truth. I spoke the truth. Everyone out there heard me. Whether they agree or they don't, they're going to start looking into it and now you're, go, now you're exposed, that's all. It's going to end. This indoctrination and hatred towards our police officers, this systematic racism and cancel culture is gonna end. You came to the wrong school district to do this, okay? You need to respect every child. So therefore, no politics should be discussed in school, Rather, whether it be conservatism, democratic, liberalism. You gave a, 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 a survey after the elections, why? Why did you ask students who they voted for? What did it matter? No answer, huh? You have no answers for me. I I didn't expect an answer. That's okay though, we'll get them some way or another. Same way you can't show us where all our money goes, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Thank you.
9: Some of the work gets kinda hard. This ain't no place to be if you plan on not be in a stop Let me tell you it's always cool and the boss don't mind sometimes if you're at the food at the car
5: all right welcome welcome food. back and uh let's see I'm just uh I'm just gonna touch on a couple of things so you know how in the news where you hear somebody something bad happens like Stormy Daniels accused President Trump of having sex with her years before and et cetera, et cetera. And then it boils over in the news and it just – he's a dirty dog. And Stormy Daniels, she's a, a, a porn star, right? And uh, so then you don't hear much about it anymore. And then you hear about Katie Hill who was a uh, Southern California uh, Democrat – uh, rags to riches type lady she's she's bisexual openly bisexual and she was working for a homeless consortium down, down i can't i can't even remember the the city or the counties she represented but southern california and uh she decided to run for office and she won and she became a congresswoman and went to went to uh went to washington dc and and started off good and uh so then she, uh, I don't know whether it was her ex-husband, her husband, I guess what was going on is they began to have uh, a uh, threesome between her husband and a f- another female who was uh, would go either way. And the hus- husband, he would go either way, I guess, or would go both ways with the women. And Katie was a uh, a lesbian and a heterosexual woman. And so uh, but all of a sudden, uh, you know, what happens in private happens in private. Right. But then it showed some some uh, film and some photos got leaked showing her having a uh, naked in in the uh, in various places, having relations with these two people. And uh, here's the fascinating thing about it. one of the fascinating things. Well, the fascinating thing about both these women, Katie Hill and Stormy Daniels, is they both sued uh, people. And uh, the judge turned around and made them pay huge legal fees of the people that they sued because, you know, if you file a lawsuit for damages and if they consider it a frivolous lawsuit or not based in merit, you can get stung. The interesting thing, though, that most people didn't bring out about Katie Hill's situation, she ended up resigning, by the way, in her first term in office. The interesting thing about Katie Hill is that, If if a uh, congressman or congresswoman has sex with uh, one of their interns or someone in their office of the opposite sex, they can get censored and canned. Uh, You know, they can be removed by the fellow uh, congressional people. But if they have sex with someone of the same gender, nothing happens. Now, don't you find that fascinating? I just find that totally fascinating. So the Los Angeles times on Katie Hill reported that a judge in LA County superior court ordered Hill to pay roughly $220,000 in legal fees, which included 105,000 to the daily mails parent company. In other words, not all in fees, but, but some of it went to the daily mail, which was a newspaper company that published some of these photos. Uh, and, uh, so the rest of it went went for legal fees. She took uh to social media through a fit and and she uh she's gonna appeal. So she filed a lawsuit a year or so ago and against her ex husband and several media outlets for allegedly distributing non consensual porn, including naked photos of her and a female staffer, which caused a scandal that forced her to resign in 2019. The bottom line is that Uh, she did not prevail and the judge turned around and ordered her to pay the people that she attacked. In other words, it was a free speech. Uh, That was her behavior. And as a public figure, they had a right to uh, write about it, talk about it and publish those photos. They were, they didn't steal the photos. They were presented to them. The second person is Stormy Daniels. Another interesting case. Uh, She was ordered to pay president Trump $219,000 in his legal fees she didn't pay a hundred percent of his legal fees it turned out to be about uh, three quarters of his total legal bill plus an additional thousand dollars in sanctions to punish stormy daniels for having filed a meritless lawsuit against the president now when they were when she was filing that and she was telling the media about it you didn't it didn't sound so meritless to you did it Oh, it sounded all kinds of gnarly, right? That was part of the carpet bombing of of the by the Democrats of President Trump, making him sound like he Hitler was probably a nicer candidate. So the court order, along with the court's prior order, dismissing Stormy Daniels defamation case against the president together constitute a total victory for the president. Uh, This. uh, This. Charles Harder, he's the president's legal counsel, said that's a total victory for the president and a total defeat for Stormy Daniels in the case. Now, uh, anyhow, what this shows is two things that anybody can. By the way, uh, Stormy Daniels attorney was a guy named Michael Avenatti, who ended up he ended up going to jail for illegal activity. And But he was the one who claimed that he was actually going to end up in a political position and he was going to take tear down or take down the president. All kinds of people were going to take down the president, right? And, yeah, they did uh, through illegal voting, but they never did it uh, legitimately. So she, she had said she had a, a one-night affair with Trump in 2006. She sued him earlier uh, seeking to break a non-disclosure agreement she signed days before. The two thousand sixteen election et cetera et cetera, et cetera, and supposedly got hundred thousand dollars in hush money et cetera so the the bottom line is when she got into court and all the the facts came out uh the court rejected uh said the court agrees with Mr. Trump's argument because the tweet in question he had sent out a tweet about he says uh she uh says a sketch they they made a sketch of the guy uh supposedly that had relations with her. A sketch years later about a non-existent man, a total con job playing the fake news media for fools, but they know it. And uh, so she, on that, on that tweet, she sued him, and she, the, and the court agreed with Trump's argument because the treat in question constitutes rhetorical hyperbole normally associated with politics and public di- discourse. So there is some opportunities for free speech. Now I wanted to mention. Um, there's a meltdown happening in our public school system, and I'm thrilled but I'm thrilled about it. I'm, I'm thrilled about what happened with COVID. I feel horrible about what happened with the kids. I feel it's criminal that people like Dr. Lou, who is our health officer here in Uban sutter County, should be held morally and criminally uh, liable for what happened to, to force these kids out of school. Some of these kids took their lives. In fact, if you look at Live with Lou uh, Facebook site, I wrote my latest article is about— uh, people like Fauci uh, Birx, uh, and all these health officers and these politicians that enforce these uh, unlawful and un- inhuman mandates should be held accountable, go to jail or be terminated. And so um, I wrote an article about that. The interesting thing is when I started talking about this, nobody was talking about it. It's not that I'm s- smarter than anybody else. Just nobody was. T- I'm just saying nobody was talking about it. And the fact is, these people have done horrible things, and many of our children have, have quit school. They don't, they're not interested in school anymore. They dropped out. They got Fs. They were getting Bs, and they got Fs. Some of them have taken their own lives. I wrote about three of them that, that took their own life and uh, in, um, in, in uh, put it on my Facebook site. So uh, so what's happened is the, the uh, unions that are communist-led – I'm not saying every teacher's a, a communist. Hear me out. The teachers' union leaders are not interested in children. They're interested in in changing this country to be a communist socialist country. That's just the way it is. If you don't if you don't agree with me, it's fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings. You just don't know what you're talking about. So. Uh, so what you're seeing in the, each school, like we've had three key superintendents resign in the last few months, and none of them were at the end of their career worn out. And that's uh, Superintendent Cena with uh, Marysville, uh, and then the Yuba City Superintendent Osumi, I think her name is, and then I don't know the name of the Calusa uh, Unified School District Superintendent. They all just got out, and the reason is it's impossible job. And the unions have been given the control over the school systems in California. People get elected as board members or trustees, but it doesn't really make any difference. They do not choose the curriculum. The curriculum's handed to them by the union through the California State Board of Education, and it's all state-run. And uh, if Trump could have got in there for maybe four, four more years, we may have broken the back of the teachers' union but that's what needs to happen. So what's happened now is the teacher's union refused to go back to school because of the common cold. They just played that. They got paid all year, and they didn't do jack-deadly. If 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 people were paid in the teacher's teaching system, like you're paid when you, you go to a restaurant and get a bad meal, uh, or you go and, and your car gets fixed and they didn't really fix it, and uh, so you get your money back, or you get a refund, or if somebody paints your house and the paint falls off. You know, all these other professions— if people don't do the job, you don't have to pay. And and when they teach your kids, they don't do the job and they still get paid year after year after year. And they just beg for more and more higher, higher salary. Well, the reason the kids are struggling because we're not paying teachers enough or they're working too many hours. They work about 186 days. Most of you are working. Uh, if you take out the weekends, you're working for over almost 300 uh, 300 days a year. It depends on how often you work. But teachers aren't working all summer, right? And they get every holiday you can imagine off. And they get the weekends off, right? And uh, so they get and they get paid a salary that's commensurate with yours. The coolest thing is that this has exposed the criminality and the carelessness and, and the fact that they do not care about children, the children's education. They don't. And it's interesting that they've been graduating kids. They wouldn't some of these schools wouldn't allow them down in Wheatland. They would not allow some of these kids uh, to walk these eighth graders to walk on the stage and receive a diploma. But they are going to pass them on to the freshman freshman year of high school. Now, you tell me what what how that makes any sense. If they're going to pass them, why don't they let them walk with everybody else? They say, oh, well, they didn't do the work. You know, the whole thing is with this socialism, it doesn't matter who performs, you pay everybody the same, right? What that's going to do is it's going to cause a collapse in the United States. They tried that in Vietnam. And so my friends who survived the starvation in Vietnam told me that he, uh, she said, uh, her name's Thuy Nguyen, she said, Lou, back in when the communists took over in 1975, and they told people where to go to work, in other words, they might take a farmer and put him, making a plumber they just say you, you they just relabel a person and send them out with no t- no technical skills and she said that we would pretend to work and the government would pretend to pay us when you get paid not on the basis of merit but on the basis that you're breathing the whole government system will fo- will complete and will uh, collapse that's why when you go to a government agency they don't give a rip about serving you but you go to another agency, like a real estate agency or some other agency in town, where their their survival depends upon your repeat business. They're all over you providing good service. If they're not, you'd never go back. And it's called creative capitalistic creative destruction. But you don't see any creative destruction in government because it doesn't it doesn't make a bit of difference. How they treat you, they get paid the same, they get the same budget, and they might even get, in government, if you screw up, you get promoted usually. You just get a promotion. You can be an idiot and get promoted. I've seen that over and over. I won't mention any names. Just get me in trouble, and it's not going to make any difference anyway. I've seen it over and over, and you can just imagine all these different government agencies where people were incompetent. They never got fired. If they were in the private sector, they would have been canned. Boom. They would have been out of here. So, uh, so, uh, in Loudoun, Loudon County, uh, in Virginia has been having a punch out over, uh, their school system and their school board. And so what happened is there's a Christian teacher. I think he's a, uh, a gym teacher named Brian and his nickname is Tanner, last name cross Tanner cross or Brian Tanner cross. He was making some comments. He went to a board meeting he wasn't being paid. He went to a board meeting and stood up and, uh, he was placed on leave after he opposed the transgender policies at school board meeting. In other words, their policy was, uh, I, I happened, if you don't realize it, I happen to be a male here today. I have plumbing that would design me as a male, whether I sound like it or not. And so, uh, he refused to call a boy, a girl, even if the boy said, I'm a girl. Right. Like I can claim uh, Lou Benninger, like my background, my my heritage, some of my heritage, German. I don't I never really checked into the rest of my heritage, but I can't identify. You know, some people say, well, you know, I'm going to identify as a black person or a, or a Hispanic person or something. So the board was now telling these teachers that if Lou Benninger wants to say he's a girl, then you've got to tell refer to him as she. He said, I'm not going to do that. And so they suspended him, but the court, when he took it to court, they issued a temporary injunction on Tuesday ordering the board, the board of of, uh, school, the school board, to immediately reinstate gym teacher Tanner Cross uh, because after he cited science, he cited science and Christianity when opposing a draft policy that was requiring teachers to agree with children's claim that they are members of the opposite sex. And uh, his comment was, I love all my students, but I will never lie to them regardless of the consequences. In part, uh, C- Cross said, in part at a Lou- Loudoun, L-O-U-D-O-U-N, school board meeting in May. So they put the kibosh on it. They, they you, you know, if you think it's hard, usually I just figure it's hard to get rid of any uh, public school teacher. But if you're a Christian or you stand up against these liberal policies, you'll get your butt canned. So uh, anyway, they basically said he he was speaking as a free citizen and he had a right to speak his mind and didn't matter whether he taught in the school or not. And uh, so they said you need to reinstate him and pay him his back pay. Loudoun County Public Schools is currently at the center of an ongoing uh, feud involving critical race theory. Now, that is a lie from the pit of hell, critical race theory. I'm telling you, it is lie from the pit of hell. This country should be applauded for turning around the evil of racism that was brought to this country. We did not create racism here. That was brought to this country. Africans were enslaving Africans. Arabs were enslaving Africans. And they were the beginning slave traders. the, the, uh, The Arab Muslims were the beginning slave traders that were moving people around the world out of Africa. And they were capturing them like animals. We did not create slavery. We perpetuated it for a time. Some people did in this country, but it was our Constitution and the, and many, many people who became convicted in their heart about the wrongness of slavery, just like you can become convicted about sin that you've been living with for years, but you become convicted about it, and then you repent and you change, and that's what happened in this country. It took a war. It took over six hundred or 700,000 dead people to uh, to settle that and to stop it, Uh, but this country did fight that war. Uh, Other countries could just say, well, we're just going to go ahead and do it. Now, there's slavery all over the world today. We now call it human trafficking. It's happening still today. So it was going on. If you read the Bible, any you see slaves all throughout the Bible. It didn't—they weren't—the Bible does not endorse slavery, but it simply is written to all the cultures of the world that are sinful cultures. They're just—there's no— pure culture and so you deal with the problems that uh, come up so okay so we just have a a minute here i want to we just have a couple minutes so i want to go back up here and just give a shout out to some of our supporters some of our uh supporters that you know right now i'm doing a radio show if you you this comes up on saturday morning but also if you want to hear me live you can listen to kmyc radio right now that's just out local in the yuba sutter area and few few counties surrounding butte calusa nevada eventually we're going to get on live stream on the internet you can hear us anywhere in the world but it's kmyc 1410 and uh so i'm if you want to listen to me Uh, Live, Uh, We're doing, I think, our sixth show. Uh, We do it every Saturday morning from 10 to noon. And we're doing our sixth show over there, I believe, this Saturday. Uh, Well, I know it's this Saturday, but I think it's the sixth show. So the reason I'm able to do this, because I have to pay to be on podcasts and pay to be on the air, there's people that have teamed up with me, uh, Elite Universal Security, um, Greenitz Construction, The Plumbing Doctor, North Valley Paralegal, Dr. Joe Cassidy. In some ways, they've teamed up with me to make this possible to be on the air. So uh, I want to say a shout out to uh, Elite Universal Security, who all over Northern California, they're providing top uh, security services to business, government, and individuals, residences, etc. You can also go to work for them. You go to their website at EliteUniversalSecurity.com. You're gonna find jobs there, or you can go to api-academy.com and you can find uh, schooling there. They will put you to sc- through some classes to train you how to do their job. You think, oh, I might like to do that. Maybe I'll take give it a try. Uh, they will help you. You can also get your concealed weapon permits. They have their own range, so they can give you the in-class training and the the range training you need to pick up if you want to do the concealed weapon gig. All right, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna do our fourth. Or our second half or our fourth segment.
0: Just
4: now, Doctor Fauci told me that I would need ten thousand hospital beds on my worst day. On our very worst day, we had 600 people in the hospital. I don't know if you've heard this before, but Dr. Fauci is wrong a lot. A lot. So we got through it together. We held some incredible events, let people make flexible decisions for their families' health, and we kept our businesses open. Let me tell you how we're doing today. South Dakota has the least amount of hours lost by employees of any other state in the entire nation, the least amount of wages lost by anybody of any other state in the nation. We have the lowest amount of businesses that closed during the pandemic out of any other state in the country. We have the lowest unemployment rate in the nation at 2.8% in our state. In fact, when President Trump offered those elevated unemployment benefits, I said to the President, thank you for the flexibility, but we don't want it. People in South Dakota, they want to work. And even at that point in time, it was interesting, because when I made that announcement, within one week, I cut my unemployment claims in half, which means the people who were on unemployment said, okay, I guess it's time to go back to work now, and they did. We have... We have the fastest growing GDP rate in the nation. Now, the next closest to us is Texas. Their GDP rate at the end of 2020 was 7.5%. South Dakota's was 9.9%. We have thousands of people moving to our state, hundreds and hundreds of businesses coming into South Dakota. I could triple the size of my economic development department right now, and I couldn't answer the phone for all the businesses that want to move to our state. Uh, We have historic revenues coming in. Now, I don't have an income tax in South Dakota. I don't have a corporate or personal income tax. No personal property tax. What funds state government is a four and a half cent sales tax. That's the taxes that we have. And my legislature this year, the big battles were over what to do with the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that they didn't anticipate that they were going to have because everybody who wanted a little bit of freedom in 2020, they came to South Dakota and they spent time in our state and thousands of them stayed. Moved their families, put their kids in classrooms and recognized how much they appreciated a government that respected them.
10: My husband, there's two things on this earth that make him happy. A clean house and sex. Oh, lucky me. (laughs) I like a clean house, too. But I'm too fun to clean. I want somebody else to do it, you know? So to make my husband happy, I got to where I would just pour bleach. In certain parts of the house. (laughs) And so when he came home he'd smell it and think that I had been cleaning. It worked for a little while and then he caught on to me. And he said, if you'll have sex with me twice a week I'll get you a mate. No. And then uh, He said, well, if you don't start taking care of my needs, I guess I'm going to have to get a girlfriend. I said, oh, dear Lord, say it's not so. (laughs) I said, well, make sure that she's stout and that she can mow, because I need some help.
5: Thank you very much. I wanted to also give a shout out to Dave Greenitz with Greenitz Construction. Dave has been such a great friend. he and his wife for four over forty years and uh, we've worked on so many projects together and uh, lived together as in a commune in the early days of our uh, our lives together as young christians and uh, Dave Greenitz has one of the nicest uh, uh best classiest construction companies well-run construction companies in the area and he does uh very nice just exquisite bathrooms kitchens uh remodels and uh you just need to go on i'm going to give you a couple sites you can see pictures before and after designs all that kind of stuff he makes it very easy to look things over before you even talk to him but uh, you can reach him off those sites. One is greenitsconstruction.com. That's green, like the color. etzconstruction.com, and uh, you can on that site you could you could text him or email him from that site if you have questions. But you can see a lot of the work that that he and the subcontractors uh, do. They're they're the best of the best. Uh, also, Dave Greenitz' uh, Facebook site, uh, Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook site. Same, same. Uh, You can go there and check that out. Uh, Just another platform. Uh, If you uh, just want to dial him up, usually when I dial Dave, I'll get him on the phone. He answers the phone, or I'll get him on the message, and he said, I'll call you right back, and he does call me right back. 530-682-9602. He also is great on decks. Uh, He can do anything, but uh, that's what he specializes in, decks, front doors, just, you know, Tricking your house out, making it special uh for years they put in whole house fans. I don't know, we're getting ready to get hot here. Whole house fans will cut down your p g e bill you know the p g e rates uh the utility rates charged by p g e because of the ridiculous regulations in the state of California are like twice what they are in other states and uh, it's just sad because p g e when I grew up was a classy one of the classy California companies and the rates were very reasonable. And that was true of Cal Water, which is now ridiculous in the city of Marysville as well. Another old friend of mine is a plumbing doctor, uh, Ted Holmes. I just called Ted the other day. He was helping me on doing some repairs out at the Church of Glad Tidings. We were doing all these volunteer repairs, but also a guy called me. I don't know whether I met this guy in juvenile hall or jail, but he'd, he'd lost his job. He was working on a trust company and I referred him to Ted, he put him to work right away, boom, he just went right from the trust company to working in one of Ted's businesses. Uh, I don't think it was a plumbing doctor, it could have been lift off flooring. And uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, just good people out there. And uh, so you, if you have a plumbing need, you can call uh, Ted at the plumbing doctor at 530-671-9111. These are all family-owned businesses you know elite universal securities owned by a, a retired disabled vet uh, monty hecker started it from scratch and uh, made a wonderful business and hires lots of people uh and they're in fact you don't have to be in Uben and sutter county to work for them they're all over northern california so um, but uh Greenwich construction the plumbing doctor north valley paralegal dr joe cassidy they're all wonderful people And they're all family-owned businesses. And I am more and more conscious after this COVID thing and getting jerked around by box stores and getting jerked around by these franchises. uh, I am more and more concerned about buying American and also uh, buying from local businesses and supporting your local business and where the money stays here. And I, I uh, I have an Amazon card. I've been using it for years. But I'll tell you, I have not used it in a long time. In fact, I don't – I, I maybe used it once during COVID, but I'm going – even if I order online for special things, I'm going with to the company and not through Amazon. They are ripping off the, the American taxpayers, these big, big corporations, and uh, and there, it isn't just because they're big. I don't have any problem with success or big. What I have a problem with when when they buy into government and pay off government to favor them and punish uh, people. I have I have a big problem with that. So um I want to get down here and uh, talk about COVID some. The COVID uh thing more and more right now is coming out is it's been a a complete hoax. It is not a mistake. It did not slip out of a lab. It did not come from a bat. It was manufactured in a lab uh and they call it gain of function uh experiments. That's they they in a lab they actually manipulate these viruses to be used against human beings. Now, they, it's interesting that China made all the money on the personal protective gear for uh, for all the world. They had the corner on masks, on gloves, on gowns, on shields, the face shields, everything. They had the corner on it. Now, it's interesting that they happened to create the virus, who then they they happen to protect you from the virus. In fact, a PCR test that is totally uh, a, a waste of time and totally a fraud and has been it been used to manipulate millions of people in thinking they had a sickness they did not have and they had no symptoms, but they said, oh, you got it. It's totally a fraud. Those are made in China— Uh, By number of factories, and they actually have an ethyl oxide that is uh, poisonous to you. That's on the tip of the thing that you're shoving right up into your brain almost, and it causes cancer. Now that you just can't get any more screwed up than this. Now these health officers, like Doctor Lou, claim how how brilliant they are. Either these people are mentally ill, or they're complete liars. Because if you're brilliant, and you're telling people to stay in their homes. That is crazy. That's going to cause people to die. And there's all it. it it's just it's not me just talking about that as a podcast guy. Those are medical people that says um, your immune system crashes when you hold people hostage and and don't let them get out and mingle with people. And to to shut down people's schools, to shut down the churches, to shut down AANA. Those are all destructive to our society and they are hiding and they're falsifying the statistics to prop up these health officers. They are guilty of crimes against humanity. How many people do you have to kill to get in trouble? Most of the time, just one person and they come and arrest you for manslaughter or murder. Right now, listen, when, when, Every once in a while, they'll arrest a nurse in one of these nursing homes that's killing people. They're giving them an overdose or something, or they're not giving them their medicine, or they're doing something weird, and they arrest them for intentional mans- something manslaughter, right? First, second degree manslaughter, something, something. In other words, but now they're gonna, are they going to give exemption to all these people by putting sick people back in these care homes and killing them? Are they going to give them exemption for putting people in... At, at these different ICUs and putting them on ventilators, which has been shown over and over again to kill COVID patients. And then they forbid, they forbid. This is so bizarre to me that the, they're trying to figure out what to do with these public information officers in these counties. So they tell them like, "Well, will tell people to like water their lawns. So the fire doesn't burn their house down. Tell people to chop down the brush in the rural areas around their house because they're too stupid to cut it down themselves. Tell people to, to create a go bag so in case you have to get out of the house quick in a flood or fire, people are too stupid to do that on their own. But then when COVID comes, something that they claim was super contagious, super deadly, they do not tell you to take care of your immune system and here's how. They do not tell you the wonders of vitamin C, vitamin D, uh zinc, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. In fact, they they stopped any advice on how to stay healthy. In fact, my neighbor, I I, I was shocked. And they, my neighbor had a fever, so he went to Adventist Hospital, and when he came back, he, and he said, oh, Lou, we got, he's got COVID. Like, oh my God, everybody wants it. It's like the first time you have sex. It's like, are you still a virgin? Oh, no. Oh, well, congratulations. High five. You're not a virgin anymore. This guy came back. He said, yeah, I got, I, I was talking to him over the fence on the three foot fence. And he says, oh yeah, I got, uh, I got COVID. And I said, well, what'd they do? He gave you some medicine? No, no medicine, no medicine. I thought it was dangerous. I thought it was super deadly. I thought it was super contagious. No medicine. I said, "What? What are you supposed to do? Stay in my room? Stay in his room? That's like being in a prison cell. The most crazy thing I ever heard that they told him down here at the hospital system. They did this over and over again. They tell families, uh, uh, the wife of the house with three or four kids, you can't leave your house. You can't leave your property line. That is super destructive to people's health. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard of." And doctors knew it, and you know something? It's just like we the, the, were so critical of Germans and the Christian Germans who who saw cattle car after cattle car, hundreds of cattle car, moving millions of Jews to, to be gassed, and they did nothing. They did nothing. They turned their head and just ta- changed the subject, right? That's exactly what many doctors did in our community. Some of them even had the— crazy gall to sign on and say Dr. Lou is such a competent wonderful person she is not she's a liar she's a mentally ill person she's nuts there's no way that you can tell people you say oh we no hydroxychloroquine is bad for god's sake they've been putting They've been giving people malaria. Uh, it's a prophylactic for malaria. I was taking that in the early uh, 90s, 80, 80, uh, not even 90s, in 89, 88, going to India, going to Africa, taking hydroxychloroquine. You can buy many of these things, azithromycin, hydroxychloroquine plus azithromycin. You can buy AZ packs, or we call them Z packs. You can get them for $2 a piece in Vietnam, for God's sake. And these people said, Oh no, they they let Tony Fauci lead the way and they agreed with him. Oh well we need to do testing on hydroxychloroquine. We need to do testing on azithromycin. We've been taking azithromycin for sinus attacks for years. And we gotta do testing on Z, A, D, C. Are you kidding me? These people are liars. These people wanted you to be sick. They wanted to do this. This was a takedown. It was a setup. It was a fraud. It was perpetrated. It was planned. And it was a takedown Trump in this election. It had nothing to do with the sickness and the ultimate end. Now, listen to me. Those pharmaceutical companies bought into this. And and as soon as they realized that they were going to fast track these quote-unquote vaccines, none of them are vaccines. They're chemical cocktails you're putting in your system. Some of those CEOs got a salary of a billion dollars with a B. Some of them got hundreds of millions of dollars when their stock, their stock price went through the ceiling because they realized... That the US government and governments all over the world were gonna to try to jam these needles in every arm twice or three times, and every time they jammed a needle in they were gonna get a big chunk of money. You got it? And it was guaranteed money, and you know something? Everybody that died or goes nuts or has a brain aneurysm or uh can't their face freezes up or they go into some kind of a spastic deal, you know who's liable? The taxpayer, not the pharmaceutical company. They are immune. They are immune. They paid off the congressmen to vote to give them total immunity from any of their stupid Frankenstein chemicals they're putting out. Listen, the U.S. government, try to sue the U.S. government. They will outlast you. My friends that came back from Vietnam... That got Agent Orange and had cancer already. They weren't even like 35. They had, we were having cancer, and and they were. They talked to the Army and the Air Force and all the rest of them about they the Agent Orange chemical, right? Oh no 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 no, we're not going to do it. They all died. You know, they just waited out till you die, and then they don't pay anything. Some of these people had three and four little kids and died at 31 years of age and got nothing. They just got Social Security for their kids, no payment for being sprayed repeatedly with Agent Orange. I had a gal call me who was a medical his, historian, or not a medical historian, but a Vietnam historian, that they had all these ladies that some were worked in medical, some worked in, as clerical, and some worked as historians that they would keep and they would memorialize all the actions in Vietnam and each night she had to go out and shred the paperwork, and and these ladies were all working at Tonsonud Air Base, and they were they were uh, spraying that Agent Orange all over the place so the jungle would die, and you could see the enemy. But the drifts of that, all these women got cancer, and got nerve diseases. And this woman today, she's one of the last surviving. She called me. She lives here locally. And she called me up and tell me how she likes the show and likes to read my articles. But the, when I realized she was in Vietnam, I said, what in the world? There were hardly any women in Vietnam. There weren't any combat women in Vietnam. What did you do there? Were you a nurse? What would you? Do? She said, no, no, I did this. But she said, I, my health has been gone for all these years. And I've just, I'm have just i still alive, but I've got all kinds of issues. So what I'm telling you, people, is that this vaccine is not a vaccine. It's an inoculation, and it's an it's changing your DNA. It's changing your immune system. Do not take it. This is amazing thing. Some of my friends I thought were actually smart people. They take it with a smile, like like it's an accomplishment, like they graduated from high school or something. And they take it, and I tried to say, why would you take something in your body that's untested, hasn't even been tested on animals, and the few they tried it on killed them, why would you put something in your body that you're going to recover from 99.8% of the time? Why would you do that? And they just, they just smile. They're, they're under the spell. Anthony Fauci is a manipulator and a liar and a criminal. We have people. We, Anthony Fauci has more right to be locked up than most of the people in Hube and Sutter County Jail, even ones that kill people. When you kill hundreds and thousands Of millions of people You destroy the lives of children For a year Fifteen, I, We had a 12 year old boy Hung himself in Texas A 15 year old athlete, student athlete Hung herself down here In Lodi Stockton area Another boy uh, back in I can't remember what, what city he's in now Maybe Pennsylvania He was a, a Big football star back there, high school. He began to get depressed, and this COVID thing. He he lost everything. couldn't Couldn't be involved. He was the editor of the sports editor of the new student newspaper. He was a four point seven oh four point seven grade point. He was going to go to MIT. Had a foot. He had twelve fourteen offers. He jumped off a hotel out of a hotel room. Killed himself. Who's gonna? What, you're just going to walk away? You just, all you medical people that supported this COVID baloney, all you people down there in Sacramento, Gavin Newsom and all your health officials, oh, we're we're now in the blue phase. Oh, we're in the purple phase. Oh, we're in the orange phase. All that crap, just liars, you big liars, you're criminals, right? You call us racists, you call us, you're the big racist, you're perverts. You don't know what you're doing down there. And you try to manipulate and exploit people and kill people and ruin people, yet you you go out to eat at restaurants and you close everybody else's restaurants, you send your kid to private school, you close all the other kids' schools. What kind of people are you? You're not even, you're not even, any society would kill you. Any society would eliminate you. Are you kidding me? Even primitive societies, you damage children. That's one of the worst crimes there is. Child molestation. Go, Go to prison after being a child molester. See how it works out for you. It's a worse crime: abusing a child, exploiting a child, damaging a child, you know, causing you know, um, doing mental harm to a child, causing tell, yelling at them all the time, causing you know. We have now we put now we put the schools under the C uh, what do they call it CPS Child Protective Services. We make a big deal about oh, we, we these people are abusive to their kids. You're kidding me. W- what parent are you gonna arrest now for child abuse after the government abused these millions of kids in our country for 16 months? Jacked them around, make them wear little diapers on their face, pre- make this pretend they got to run around washing their hands, be afraid all the time, sit inside of a plexiglass box at school. That kind of not that's Nazi stuff. That's prison stuff. They, you got a better, you got a better deal at Folsom Prison. It's crazy. It's crazy what they're doing, and are you going to let them get away with it? Are there any heroes out there? Is there anybody that's willing to put their name on the line? Everybody's such a piss ant nowadays. No backbone. You're just sissies out there. You're kidding me, right? This, this whole thing of this, there are there any real adults out there anymore? that will stand up for righteousness. Stand up and take on people and call them out? Are you just going to go along? Oh, yeah, well, you know, oh, that's too bad. I really feel bad. Oh, the kid probably had issues. Oh, really? You just had issues? You know, I it, it's like a, they're just nonchalant about this, right? I'm not nonchalant about it, right? I, I can get all flared up. I can get all flared up like, oh yeah, you know, it's inconvenient, you know. It's too bad that it worked out, but we had to do it. No, you didn't have to do it. No one had to do it. Entire nations didn't put their kids out of school. Entire states didn't put their kids out of school. Think about it. We'll be right back.
1: What the CDC is doing, this is why we sued them, the CDC closed cruise ships for two weeks they claim last March and they're still closed. They will issue these fiats, it has no basis in science and certainly no legislative authority for them to be doing this. So they did a conditional sale order in October and you physically couldn't sail a ship under those conditions. And so we are making no progress. So what we did in Florida, we sued. The federal government and we sued cdc to liberate the cruise ships from basically this is just an administrative overreach but you know the cruise ships are in a tough spot because the cdc you know they may have a role about you know enforcing certain things if there's an outbreak or whatever i don't really know how far that authority. friends i know the authority doesn't extend to mothballing the industry for 15 months and i know the authority doesn't extend to imposing effectively legislative requirements and so I think we're going to win the case in district court. There was a mediation attempt. We were basically saying, like, honestly, just let them sail. I, you know, fine. But they're very unreasonable at DOJ. They believe, so the kids aren't permitted to be vaccinated under the EUA, and they're at such little risk, most parents are going to decide not to do that because you don't know what the potential problems are going to be. But CDC says that you have to have, like, 95% have to be vaccinated. That means you cannot have families going on these. And so they're issuing those dictates. And so if we win the case, it opens up. They will all sail out of Florida. They will all do it consistent with Florida law. We are not worried about that in any way, shape, or form. But just understand, this bureaucracy needs to be brought to account you can't have a bureaucracy that's just going out and issuing these rules on the fly they literally said if you're sunbathing on a cruise ship you have to wear a mask really i mean give me a break and i think now with fauci's emails and you see all this stuff it's pretty clear that a lot of this stuff was fly by the seat of your pants guidance this was not based on hard data in fact there were people who were showing one pointing out about the, that this thing uh, came from the lab. If you said that a year ago, corporate media said you were a conspiracy theorist. P- Facebook would deplatform you for saying that now it 's almost impossible to make the case it was natural because they haven 't been able to do any linkage, and it 's fifteen months plus later. Uh, And so the lab leak is by far the most plausible explanation. And so we just have to ask ourselves, why was Fauci and these other people sending grants to Wuhan or some of these other places? I'm sorry, that is not an appropriate use of tax dollar money. And when he testified many years ago that doing gain of function research, the risk of having a pandemic is worth doing the research, I disagree with that. I think this has been a disaster what's happened and China has covered it up. They need to be held accountable, but the bureaucrats in the United States also need to be accountable for what they did.
3: I know it's really hard for you guys right now. Like some people can't be in their families. You've lost your jobs. Suicide rates are skyrocketing. It's just horrible, I get it. But environmental justice is just as big a deal, okay? And there's tons of environmental discrimination taking place right now. And I just wanna thank the Democrats for this funding because we need to stop environmental discrimination. So what's up, T Dog Tony here. Uh, I'm a convicted felon. I'm in here for uh double homicide. And uh, I wanna thank the Dems. I wanna thank you guys for the paycheck you just sent my way. Uh, this is really gonna help with the COVID relief uh, that I'm dealing with up in here. So I just wanna thank you guys, yo. Uh, We here at National Endowment of the Arts understand the pain and the suffering that millions of Americans have endured during this COVID crisis. And we'd like to thank the Democrats for giving us millions and millions of dollars in this time of crisis. So thank you, Democrats. The National Endowment of the Arts thanks you. And we will put this to good use. My fifth home could use another original Monet. (laughs) I'm just kidding, but not, but thank you. Thank you. Hey Democrats. I just, uh, I want to take this opportunity to thank you. I am a human trafficker. I get paid to take people across the border illegally. So I, uh, I want to thank you for, uh, giving, uh, you know, money to illegal immigrants because that keeps me and my business thriving. I I mean, it's going to be a good year. So uh, thank you.
5: All right. Welcome back. Hey, I want to talk about this. Uh, my, my friends that are working on different projects. They're working on this uh, voter verification or vo- voter legitimacy thing. I can't remember the term. Uh, there's an article by Joe Hoft. Every state should be audited. In California, 3,000 votes are recorded from an empty dorm building. So it says, which state did not incur election fraud in the 2020 election? You know, some people believe that every state just was just perfect. And uh, all this is just fake news from the Trump administration. So it says here, we've received numerous emails from individuals around the country who say that their state did not go blue. In other words, it voted for Trump. I don't care whether it's a blue state or red state. It says Americans in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, Virginia, Colorado, Minnesota, Rhode Island, California, and more all say their states were not blue. As we reported, he says, Virginia had five 300,000 plus vote entries on election night in one country in one county alone. Those are dumps of of uh, of huge numbers of uh Votes. The election gang and the state recommended a BS audit to address the issue. Numerous states are like Virginia. Colorado's numbers make no sense. He said, we presented our argument and the individual who rebutted us claimed to be a good Republican, but we found out his wife worked for Dominion Voting Systems. This past week, he said, we were introduced to an anomaly in California. Numerous individuals have told us California did not go to Biden. For one, millions of Californians loved President Trump. There were rallies all across the state before the election for Trump, but there were no rallies for Biden. The other reason is that Californians hated their evil governor whose actions related to COVID were insane. Approximately 3,000 listen to this people. Honestly, this stuff you don't you cannot write off. Approximately 3000 mail-in ballots counted in the November 3 election were supposedly cast by UCSB students. That's University of California Santa Barbara. They were cast by UCSB students residing in a voting precinct that along with other dorm buildings includes the Francisco Torres Santa Catalina Residence Hall. At 6850 El Colegio Road in Goleta. Okay? So we got these dorm buildings where thousands of kids live. There's a problem, the guy says. Due to COVID-19, the Torres building, which normally accommodates 1,300 kids, were empty, was empty and locked down throughout most of 2020. You remember 2020? They closed the schools. As remember, they did distance learning, right? So they left their dorms and they went home, all over the all over the world, not just down the street, all over the world. So these empty dorms were the addresses for these folks gonna vote. They were as were other not just the Taurus building, but other UCSB dorms, which tabulated up meant about three thousand votes. He says, this means no students, hyphen voters, were residing inside the tourist building, nor any other dorms during the election season. It also means, therefore, that these ballots were fraudulent. Why were they fraudulent? Because when you get a ballot in the mail to an address, you're not allowed to forward it. It's a felony. So if those kids did not make arrangements to change their ballot to somewhere else— change their location, change their address, re-register. They could not forward those ballots. So he says, that's he said, the ballots are fraudulent. Then he says, that's because there was a second problem. Those ballots could not legally been forwarded to students when they were actually living where they were actually living. So if they lived in Iowa or Florida or Nevada, and they were, they were going to school in Santa Barbara, you can't just move them over to, over to those locations. The question is, why not? Because forwarding ballots to alternative addresses is a felony. When an individual went to the to the to the law to have this investigated, he was basically given the runaround. Now, isn't that interesting? Something so simple, just a simple law that we didn't create. The legislature created that as a way to protect the integrity of the vote. So it says He says, this guy that writes this article, Americans can follow in Arizona's footsteps. Average Americans took their anger and rage over the corrupt election and demanded a forensic audit take place in Maricopa County. That's where there was claims of lots of foolishness going on. Maricopa. And a forensic audit. That is different than just recounting the votes. This guy goes on to say, we all know, and it's really sad to say this, but we all know there is no longer a Justice Department and there is no longer an FBI which adhere to justice. They cannot be trusted. Many politicians cannot be trusted. Certainly no Democrats and most Republicans cannot be trusted. The efforts to save America will start with you. Reach out and find others. There are millions who can work together to bring justice back to American elections in America. So I want to talk now briefly about our local area, which is Yuba County, Sutter County. I'm not saying talk. I'm talking about this area as an example to your area over in Idaho or Missouri or Washington State or Texas because we we are we live usually what we call counties maybe your there are things called a, a a parish or a district whatever it's called you live in a jurisdiction that's smaller than the state or the county so in that jurisdiction uh, you have the opportunity to get control and, and exert your influence now the Bible I got into a big discussion with a guy the other day who moved to this area and he was telling me he's a christian kid young kid 30 years old maybe and he's telling me about oh i heard your church are really involved in politics i said no we're just christians and we believe when jesus said you're supposed to be salt and light in the in the earth that means our community salt was a preservative and uh we are we are here to be salt and light and that is in every aspect of life And so we don't separate religion from politics. In fact, Jesus didn't come to design a religion. He came to change people's hearts. And so uh, what we began to say is that if we can't save or we can't change or we can't get hold of Yuba-Sutter County and get it to think more conservatively and, and be able to... Purge out, out this nonsense and corruption. There's corruption everywhere. It's just not in Washington. It's not just in Sacramento at the state capitol. It's not just in some of these other state capitals. It's in our local jurisdictions, and we need to purge it. And we need to get control of our own uh, county and city governments and our, our, our planning commissions, um, our our central committees. So what happened at the local c- central committees We've got two very weak central committees that are Republican central committees, Sutter and Yuba. Yuba, what happened is James Gallagher's office, assemblyman, and Senator Nielsen's office, he's a a senator for the state of California, and Doug LaMalfa, who doesn't even represent Yuba Sutter anymore, they got together and they took over the central committees to control them. And people just quit and went home and so for years there's a family called the heater family h-e-t-e-r and steve heater works for senator nielsen and they basically ran the the republican central committee in yuba county in the ground they actually did illegal stuff they mismanaged the finances uh they didn't operate it according to the bylaws and uh so when some some uh there's been kind of a renewal or revival among many conservative people, and they thought, hey, we need to find candidates. We have people that tried to call the heaters to try to get support from the Central Committee for their candidacy, and no one ever called them back. In other words, the committee was in name only. The one in Sutter County is a, is is just a—it's uh, just a—it's it it's a nothing. It's a nothing burger in Sutter County. They aren't headed anywhere. It's just a rhino operation. It's a rhino breeding operation. And so uh, we need to change it up here in California. I do not want to be Democrat light. I don't want to be Republican. that's considered Democrat L I T E light. I want to, I want to make a statement, right? I want to clash. And so, um, so we had a number of women. I don't know whether there's any men. I didn't attend the meetings, but they went out and they sat in on one of these meetings and the heaters were uncomfortable because they knew they were uh, up to no good. And so the other night, uh, we've been promoting it on this podcast and on our radio show to go to the monthly meetings because 25 people, five people per supervisorial district, there's five supervisorial districts and five people from each district. Can either run for office or be appointed to those seats, and they have a big committee. It's a central committee. So this is a, these are working committees. They're just not prestige spots. They're to raise money. They're to go find candidates to run and push candidates up the up the ladder and to vet candidates and pick the best people, strongest people to run, people of integrity. And so what happened was uh, the heaters finally resigned. And, uh, the, we have all new board members in Yuba County. And so, um, you have an opportunity to get involved in the Yuba County Republican Central Committee, and it is not going to be a rhino operation. It's going to be a conservative operation. Some people think, oh, we need a third party. No, we already have a third party. I was talking to a lady on the phone today who's on this committee and she and I agreed. We already have a third party. It may be, we have two Republican parties. The Republican Party, for the most part, in California, it it looks very Democrat to me. It's a blue Republican Party. And so we have an opportunity to get, get going. Now, I want to encourage you. You may not want to go and be on the Central Committee, but you can attend a meeting and you could cooperate. And maybe you could help fundraise. Or maybe you want to run for office. Or maybe you know somebody can run for office. Or maybe you could help work on a campaign for a few months. So... This July 13th, the next meeting is July 13th. It's a monthly meeting. It's out at the Hallwood Nazarene Church. That's right in the the little hamlet of Hallwood. It's about six miles uh, west of, uh, excuse me, six miles east of Yuba City on the way to Nevada County, the way to Nevada City, Grass Valley, Highway 20, just go out east from Marysville at Hallwood. Hallwood Nazarene Church is right across from Cordova Elementary School. It's right across Highway 20, and it's the only church out there. At 7 o'clock on July 13th, go to the meeting, and I think you're going to find some—maybe uh, some. some maybe there's some guys there. I don't know who's all there, all the men and women. I know that the three new board members uh, are—Tambra uh, Courtright is the uh, secretary. Joanna LaSaga is the president, and Rose Dow is the— uh, Treasure, and i think they're going to i don't know whether they're going to add a vice president i don't know i don't know what the bylaws say but they are going to try to seat they're going to work at bringing 25 people on uh to to get active and start making that a powerhouse and and have a factor in in yuba county so i want to encourage you to go july 13th at seven o'clock uh Hollywood Nazarene Church and I don't know how long they go but go check it out and see if you can be a help. If you're if you're happy with the way things are, don't be don't just stay home and sit in your lazy boy and watch the boob tube. But if you're unhappy with what's going on in the state of California, it starts locally. If we cannot affect those right around our neighborhood and get them to vote, sign them up to vote, get them to stand up uh, for issues, right? And and get get them to help a candidate, we're we're goofed up. So, uh, we need, we need your help. And if you're a conservative, that's what we're interested in. And, uh, we need your help, whether or not you're a Christian or non-Christian or whatever faith you are, it makes no difference. We're just talking about conservative beliefs and standing up for what's right. We're done with this rhino nonsense. And what we've got basically is just uh rhino type, uh, off people in office right now. So, um, uh, go check it out and, uh, I'll be happy to, happy to hear you are making making a difference over there now what you're seeing now is all kinds of fraud coming out of the covid statistics so this one one article says california county covid 19 death toll lowered by 25 percent after counting method changes so all of a sudden now the counting methods are changing. So it says the county COVID dashboard, remember the dashboard to all every day. This is how many people got sick. This is how many people were, were asymptomatic. The dashboard following an update on June 4, just a couple of days ago, to reflect the total number of COVID deaths using the state death reporting definition shows 1,223 deaths were caused by Chinese Communist Party virus, 411 fewer 411 fewer, 411 fewer than what it was previously reported. So before they just scared the hell out of you, keeping, keeping you thinking, I'm going to die. My kid's going to die. My, my husband's going to die. My grandpa's going to die. My grandmother's going to die. All the people are going to, all the old people, I can't go visit granny, right? They just scared the hell out of you. That was a goal. They wanted to get you so desperate, so afraid that you would take anything they jammed in your arm to get your life back. So you don't. So you can get on an airplane. So you could drive out of town. So you could go and go in some place and eat. So you could go. You get your kid in the little league game again. Play basketball again. Get your kid back to school. They wanted to get you so desperate, so frustrated, so that they they said, please just inoculate me. Just you know spray my house, fumigate my house. I'll take the pill. I'll do whatever you tell me. Just give me my life back, please. Dr. Luke, just could you come by and just fix me, girl? Alameda County. Previously included. Listen to this, people. We've been saying this for 16 minutes. Oh, Luke, you just hate Dr. Luke. No. Yeah, I think she ought to go to jail. Yeah, I think she ought to. Listen to this. Alameda County, right down here where Oakland is. Previously included. Any person who died while infected with the virus in the total COVID nineteen deaths for the county. The county's public health department said in a press release, for example, listen to this. Someone who tested positive for the virus before dying in a car accident would still have been counted towards the COVID nineteen death toll. So if somebody shot you in the head, but you had a positive PCR test, right? Not sick. You just, the the test, you jammed that ethyl oxide thing up your nose all the way to your brain almost. And it came out and said, oh, you got it. Oh, I'm not sick. Well, you got it. We're burning you down. has got it. So you go out and get shot in the head or your husband beats you to death or you overdose on heroin, right? Or you jump off a six-story building. They're going to count you as a COVID death. Now, after all this scared the hell out of everybody and just like, oh my god, they're dying, they're falling, they're falling to death, they're killing their mouth. I can't believe it. Now they're changing. Now now they're gonna unwind all those. You see it's just oh you think it's just a coincidence? A quinkadink? They're not just they're they're not just uh you don't think they're being fraudulent, cheating? If you did this in school, you'd be called a cheater. You'd get kicked out of the class. You'd get an F at the school. So they would count him as a COVID if he died in a car crash or died from any other way. If the cops shot him. If it was a hostage situation, if his wife stabbed him and he had a positive PCR test, they called it a COVID death. Are you kidding me, people? Yeah, 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 they did it. They did it here. I had local morticians tell me that they got calls from health officers who said, call the doctor who signed the death certificate and tell them we want to add COVID. And the doctors became so furious, they cussed on the phone and said, tell them to put on whatever damn thing they want on that thing. That's how ridiculous this thing got, people. This is fraud. We've been scammed for 16 months And most of you are just totally fine. Aligning with the state's definition will require Alameda County to report as COVID-19 deaths only those people who died as a direct result of COVID-19 with COVID-19 as the contributing cause of death or in whom death caused by COVID-19 could not be ruled out. In other words, they didn't have cancer. They didn't have heart disease. They didn't have diabetes. They weren't weighing 562 pounds, right? They didn't eat a uh, uh, full—their diet wasn't Cheetos, Noting that their system of reporting COVID deaths on the dashboard into the state was implemented early in the pandemic before the state state established guidelines for how deaths should be classified. You're telling me that they just let anybody just come up with any old plan? No, these guys are liars. Now they're changing it because they're totally embarrassed. They've been caught, people. They were caught red-handed. It's just like the guy who, you know, I've been on so many drug busts with the police when I used to write as a chaplain, and we would pull a guy over, and they'd say, can I, I'm going to reach in your pants. Is there a hypodermic needle in there? And the guy says no, and they reach in, and there's a crack pipe. And they said, what's this doing in here? I have no idea how that crack pipe got in my pocket. Oh, well, what's this, these little white, (laughs) these white chunks in this plastic bag? We'll be right back. We got a break and we're going to finish up here. All right, thank you. think El Salvador and Guatemala don't benefit from this. The US certainly doesn't benefit from it. So who is the beneficiary here exactly?
9: Absolutely, the politicians that want to get them in so that they can yeah. change the demographics and get votes. And actually, you brought something that's very important. I actually interviewed about a month and a half ago an illegal immigrants, uh, actually on a path to citizenship now, thanks to marriage. Uh, and they were very honest with me. And they said that during this journey, and they particularly came from Guatemala, that it was more harrowing to go through Mexico because the Mexico police kept trying to stop right. the, the flow of illegal immigration. And once you get to America, it's essentially a finish line uh, because it's so organized and it's so systemic. So even though this individual entered in through California, uh, as soon as you get into America, an SUV is waiting. She told me it took her to a a location, a house, basically a safe house, and then a bunch of Americans come and transport the illegal immigrants to various states. So I just want to say this: She entered in through California, and then 150 of them were broken up into three states. Those three states were Texas, Tennessee, and Virginia. She went to Virginia and her friends went to, to Tex- her friends went to Texas and to Tennessee. That's a fascinating, crucial piece of this. Now she entered this country yes. 10 years ago, right? Uh, since then, Virginia has gone blue. Uh, we know that the Biden administration is having planes enter in Chattanooga. This made the news a couple of weeks ago, filled with the legal immigrants in the middle of the night. What's really going on here? This didn't just begin when Biden and Kamala got into office. This has been going on for a very That's long right. time, I believe, a very long time. And when Trump got into office and started talking about stopping the flow, they, they really got upset and they got very angry because there has been something that has been going on in terms of trafficking over the border to change demographics of his country for a long time. It is not a conspiracy theory. It is the truth. And I am so nope. happy that you're talking about it, because at the end of the day, we know that Kamala Harris... Are not, they are not concerned about fixing the crisis. They're concerned about accelerating a plan, a plan that went into motion a very long time ago. And Americans need to wake up into it because you are correct. It is an invasion.
5: And there's nothing truer than what you just said. And it has its roots in political calculations, nothing to do with human rights or racial diversity or ending sexism or any of that.
1: So that's all a diversion. This is about changing the political balance of the country. It's been going on a long time
5: and they get hysterical because it's absolutely true, and in their lucid moments, they brag about it. I mean, they don't hide this, do they?
9: No, they don't. And you're right. They get hysterical because they don't want people to listen to what we're talking about. You know, I'm a black American. I'm not sitting here trying to have this discussion because I don't want more brown people in this country. I, I don't care about brown people coming in this country. In fact, Tucker, if you want more brown people in this country, why don't we get more legal immigrants from Africa? I think they represent about only 2% of the immigrants that are coming into this country. This is not right. about brown people or fear of having brown people. This is about we not wanting our system to be crippled by illegal immigration when we know that at the end of it, all they want to do is to get a ton of them in here, and then to say, make an application and a a case that for all of them to receive green cards, which is what we saw this week in the Supreme Court, which I'm glad that they shot down that effort to try to legalize 400,000 illegal immigrants that are in this country right now. And, And this is what's actually happening. The Democrats are after changing demographics so that they can guarantee themselves power, because their policies no longer work and inner cities are being corrupted. And what again, what is so particularly interesting to me is that they're being taken into what is normally a conservative zone, a conservative state. That is interesting to me. That's
5: exactly right. Tennessee, Texas, Virginia. Wake up, Greg Abbott, because it's happening. You
6: ready to go for the big
5: niche?
6: Yeah, I think I'm good to go. Batteries, ammo, ready to rock. Well, why don't you add some solar panels to that mix, if you don't mind? Yeah, how about I don't? Well, you know, I mean, clean energy, right? It's It's a new age in warfare, you know, combat power. Yeah, no, I'm good, but thanks. It is a night mission after all, so. And look, you want to put solar panels on top of a truck or something, fine. But this is the military. We're gonna use gas and we're gonna use batteries because that's what's actually reliable. Can we stop with the woke nonsense? Let's see if it gets any better.
9: Any, any marine, marine today.
6: today. Okay, ask Marine.
9: Would she, she rather, rather carry, carry 20 pounds, pounds of very batteries inclusive? Or a rolled, or rolled up, up solar, solar panel,
2: panel. and ah, I am
6: positive
9: she I will tell you, tell
6: you a solar, solar panel. panel you're positive and so, and so would he. he oh so would he <laughs> oh okay we don't carry 20 pounds of batteries in the field anymore that's like decades old technology here's the second thing the reason we carry batteries is because we need to power our gear at all times, including, by the way, at night. We're not gonna have some like yoga mat of solar panels added to our already heavy pack just to make you feel good about green energy. (laughs) Who wrote this for you?
9: Electrical engineers who will soon help convert solar and wind energy into power, convert solar and wind energy into combat
6: power. Well, okay, we're gonna convert solar and wind energy into combat power. The United States Navy is powered by nuclear energy. Our aircraft carriers, our submarines, they have nuclear reactors on board. Zero carbon emissions, by the way. Imagine if we had this little rock and we put it in some kind of reactor, made it heat up a lot, and then it provided carbon free energy for like 25 years. Who wrote this speech oh, for yes. you? Annie ever told me? Oh, she told me. She told me.
5: Well, this is our last segment. I've been having a great time here tonight, and uh, it's been late. But I've been nursing a cup of coffee. It's so good. Coffee's so good tonight. Made it myself. Unbelievable. I I just want to keep banging away, people. I I am not going to let this go. I am not going to let this go. We've been lied to. Uh, We've been cheated. This guy says, I do not know of a bigger story in the world right now than ivermectin said a new york best new york times best-selling author just google this i do not know of a bigger story in the world right now than ivermectin google you read the soul i don't have time to do the whole story but let me just read this to you says why are journalists not covering the fact of ivermectin it's something that you can buy at the feed store it you don't even need a prescription it's a it's a uh, a deworming type medicine for animals, but it will stop COVID. What, what do you think? Some hippie figured this out. You th- you knew, you, th- you don't think doctors at the top echelon of the United States knew this? They, they were all in on the scam. Michael Capuzzo, a New York Times best-selling author, just published an article entitled "The Drug That Cracked COVID." The 15-page article chronicles the gargantuan struggle between waged, being waged by frontline doctors—in other words, doctors in the trenches taking care of patients—on all continents to get ivermectin approved as a COVID-19 treatment, as well as the tireless efforts by reporters, media outlets, and social media companies to thwart them— This was an entire deal to shut down people from getting just simple medications that would have stopped this nonsense in its tracks. You know why that didn't happen? Because they did not want to stop this nonsense in its tracks. They wanted to scare people to death so bad that they will begin inoculating people every six months or so for the rest of your life until you drop dead. Listen, you got to read Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030. You think that's some conspiracy theory? It is no theory when the United Nations prints it and puts it on their website and says this is where we're headed. And in 2030, they want to have the population of the world reduced from what we are now to about seven and a half billion to a half a billion people. How do you think they're going to get there? They're killing people with injections in India and Africa right now. And they're killing all kinds of people in the United States and crippling them with injections right now. Now, because of I this is uh, written by this Michael about Michael Capuzzo, which is a New York Times best selling author. Now, New York Times is very, 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 very liberal. Because of ivermectin, capuzzo says There are hundreds of thousands, actually millions, of people around the world from Uttar Pradesh, where I've been in northern India, to Peru, to Brazil, who are living and not dying. Yet media outlets have done all they can to debunk the notion that ivermectin may serve as an an effective, easily accessible, and affordable treatment for COVID. We're talking about a couple bucks, people. And they wanted you to go and get on a ventilator so the hospital can pick up $39,000. Listen, people, if anybody thought this was about saving lives, you've been deceived. My friend used to say he was a methamphetamine addict, did many stints in prison. He used to say we would steal each other's drugs and then we would pretend like we would help our friend who we just stole his drugs and then we would help him look for them all night. That's exactly, that's being punked, people. This guy goes on and says, they have parroted the argument laid out by health regulators around the world that there just isn't enough evidence to support ivermectin. And they did the same thing with hydroxychloroquine. Do you know as soon as Biden got elected? Magically. It was a miracle from God. It's like Jesus turned the water into wine. At the wedding at Cana, hydrochloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, all of a sudden be- became the miracle drug to stop COVID. When when uh when President Trump suggested, they laughed and scorned, and they ch- they ground their teeth and screamed, and they freaked out. Listen to this, N- naturopathic doctor. Oh, we don't believe in natural cures. Tina Moore, a naturopathic doctor and leading expert in holistic regenerative medicine and resilient health. Trained in traditional and alternative science and medicine as both a naturopathic physician and chiropractor, she specializes in preventing severe illness in her patients. Yet, when Tina Moore, that's T-Y-N-A, M-O-O-R-E, if you want to look her up, I think she has websites, when Tina Moore and her colleagues spoke about effective COVID treatment. See, they didn't want to hear about any treatments. I talked to my friend, Dr. Cassidy, who works at Peachtree Health. And I, in the middle of COVID, I'd say, hey, uh, you know, you guys seeing all kinds of patients every day with COVID? I, I thought people were getting sick, right? He said, we're not seeing any. I said, how can that be? He said, they won't allow them in the clinic. When is the time in your life when you have heard that medical clinics were turning away sick people and not treating them? You know why? Because Dr. Lu said if a person came in and they gave them the PCR test, even though they had no symptoms or even if they had a fever, if they came in and they had COVID on board somehow, the entire medical staff would have to be quarantined. Now, if that isn't the craziest, absurd rule to tell doctors who are in the business of wading into foul foul situations, disease situations, cholera, typhoid, all kinds of funky situations, infectious stuff, MERS, right? All these gnarly, funky infections, bacterial infections. They weigh right into it and fix it. That's their calling. And in this, in the midst of this, Doctor Lou forbids doctors from treating people, and yet wants to let them get really serious and then run them over and pay Adventist thirty-nine thousand dollars. So she says. Yet when Moore and her colleagues spoke about effective COVID treatments, including vitamin C and vitamin D, Moore said they were silenced and deplatformed. By the U.S. Department of Justice and the Federal Trade Commission, they treated them like charlatans and snake oil salesmen. More told Children's Health Defense Chairman Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on the RFK Jr., the Defense Fund Defender podcast. She says, my lawyer called me and said, do not say a word online. They are investigating doctors left and right what were they doing to doctors they were silencing doctors don't tell them that jews are getting hauled to the chamber, to the gas chambers don't tell don't say it we will take you out we'll take your family we'll take your assets we'll take your medical license Moore said, I realize we shouldn't be peddling snake oil and unfounded cures, but basic physiology, basic biochemistry, basic nutrition. We know that people who are nutritionally poor or have low nutritional status, not only do they get sicker and die faster from these types of viruses, but they also create more virulent strains and spread more virulent strains as do obese people. Do you remember hearing now that the that they've studied all the COVID deaths, supposed COVID deaths? You know what common denominator they had? They were fat. Have you flown into the United States from any other country recently, non-Western, like from Asia, or in the last 10, 15 years? And you fly in and you see all these people with flat stomachs and and, and slender, and you it looks like people are overinflated when you land in the United States. Obese, fat people that had comorbid other issues died from this virus, just like they do every other virus people. And she says, and I thought for sure that this information would come out. In other words, this information, how to cure people by making them healthy. Keeping their immune system up. Have them sit out in the sun for 20 minutes a day. Take vitamin D. She said, I thought for sure the powers that be. You Remember, remember when you thought the CDC was a righteous organization and they really cared about you? Or that the World Health Organization was a righteous organization? They don't care about you. They, they As far as they're concerned, whether you stay alive or drop dead, you're just a statistic. They don't give a rat's ass about you. And he, she says, Tina Moore says, and I thought for sure that this information would come out from the powers that be, and we would get some common sense, but that never happened. As a naturopath, Moore understands obese people. Listen to this, folks. Obese people, you know, we just can't even see, say people are fat fatsoes anymore. Obese people. Almost everybody I know is obese, including I'm overweight. I'm probably packing 10 or, 10 or 15 pounds too many, much weight. I'm not happy about it, and I'm trying to lose it. But my my point is, every more understands obese people with diabetes and kidney issues are the most at risk for COVID. Did Dr. Lou tell anybody this? Did Chuck Smith of Sutter County? Did Russ Brown from Yuba County get on the radio, get on the teletype, send out a flyer? You obese people should fast and get lose weight right away. You're more dang, you're, you're more susceptible to COVID. Fat people quit being so fat. She was confident the median health officers would say, "This is how you can empower yourself and help yourself be more resilient. What do you think we call this woman a health officer? Tell me what she does to milk, make us healthy in Yuba County. Is she telling us to quit smoking? Is she telling us to kept quit screwing with people when we have syphilis? Is she tracking down our syphilis partners out there? Is she telling us to quit screwing with AIDS? No, she's not. She's monkeying around with pcr tests and monkeying around uh hiding out like she's a oh she she's a celebrity minus a paparazzi. That's all she's minusing is the paparazzi from making her a full-blown celebrity for what she can't act. She says, this is how you can empower yourself. I talked to my friend who's a doctor, right? He says, Lou, he says, and all the people I, I did research and they said, D, zinc and they told it what it did i don't have time to go through and tell it how it interfered with covid getting into your cells zinc interferes d interferes getting out in the sun for 20 minutes a day jacking up your uh, your c level right but she said that didn't happen instead lockdowns were enforced and gyms were closed my gym closed People that are fragile that need to get together with people and be encouraged. People that need to exercise and get their wind up. Gyms closed. My heart doctor tell me, said, Lou, I want you to go to the gym and you need to get at least 20 minutes exercise every single day. Dr. Lou says, stay indoors. Stay in your house. My heart doctor, who's totally concerned about my health, said, Lou, you're doing great. You're healthy. I want you to... Get go to the gym every day, keep going to the gym, right? They close all the gyms for God's sake. Taking exercise out of the picture, according to naturopath, naturopath Tina Moore. Lockdowns were enforced. She says, when you put a mammal, I want you to memorize this, people. If you think that Dr. Lou is here for your health. One thing, if you want to call her a Yuba County official, Call her a Yuba County official. She has nothing to do with health. Zero to do with health. She has everything to do with illness, to promote illness. When you put any mammal, listen to this. This is a very highly educated people. This is a person that's a chiropractor plus a doctor, naturopath doctor. When you put any mammal in isolation, the immune system plummets. Look up plummet, please. P-L-U-M-M-E-T-S. Plummets. Chuck Smith, your immune system plummets if you lock yourself in your bedroom. Russ Brown, your immune system plummets. Go tell your Dr. Lou that. Will you tell her that your immune system plummets and we're concerned about people with screwy immune systems? My friends that don't have an immune system because they've been radiated to death because of cancer were afraid their immune system couldn't handle COVID. Your immune system plummets, according to Tina Moore, when you're locked in isolation and their inflammation increases. Every doctor knows that if you're full of inflammation It's the root cause of poor outcomes with this virus. When you're full of inflammation, I'm not talking about a scratch on your arm. I'm talking in your system, in your system, if your system's inflamed. It's called a cytokine storm. Did you hear anybody go on a YouTube and say, Oh, you besutter, please sit outside, get plenty of sun every day. Take a bunch of vitamin C supplements, or drink a lot of orange juice, or eat a lot, eat a lot of vitamin C products, foods. Eat, take a D supplement. Please take zinc. Please take some ivermectin. Please take hydro hydroxy keep hydroxychloroquine on hand with uh, with Z packs. No, they didn't do anything. To prevent anything to, to, you'd think, you know, they give all these, I just got an instruction in the mail this I take today or yesterday. And it told me how I needed to clear out around my house. I needed to water everything because it's fire season. I need to do this. And I, why did they do that for COVID? All they did, what'd what'd they do? Wear a mask, stand on the X's. Don't go to the store. Wash your hands all the time. Watch the tabletops all the time. It's nonsense, people. Not one thing. Everything they told us was wrong. It's like somebody's selling you heroin and they know it's got fentanyl in it. That's exactly what the government did. They they prepared us for death. And they are preparing us for death with these crazy inoculations. And all these pharmaceutical companies are all bought into the government. It isn't a government and then the pharmaceutical. It's all one. They own each other. They are incestuous. The medical profession has been sold out. It's now political medical. The people that stood up, very bright doctors that risked their lives, stood up and gave people hydroxychloroquine and people got healed. They fired them one of the top doctors at John Muir in John Muir Emergency Room in the Trauma Center in Walnut Creek was fired because he made some comments outside of his job that kids could go back to school dare how dare him say they could go back to school we're trying to perpetuate this crisis we want the kids to freak out and take that Uh, take that inoculation, even though they have no reason to get COVID. No kids in the United States got COVID. These liars, they're total liars. They brought all these, Dr. Lou says there were going to be thousands of deaths in Sutter County, go out and get refrigerated trucks to stack the bodies. She's so full of baloney. She's a liar or she's so full of baloney. It's ridiculous. She doesn't deserve to have a job like this. Our normal people would never keep her like this. We have people that are so these supervisors are so uh, they have no backbone. If you x-ray it, you give them an MRI, a moral backbone, there isn't any. You know what they're all about? Money. You can own them. It, you know, it's, there's no difference between a supervisor and a prostitute. They are owned by money. You give them money. They will do what they'll do. Whatever trick you want. Jim Whitaker, who is now now no longer supervisor, said right at the last of one of his meetings, I watched it on the video, he said, since we now have all our money, now we can open up the community. Think about it, people. It isn't like, oh, my God, we've had all these people die. We've had, we've, we've all these, all our friends have lost their businesses. The supervisors made money on this. They made money. People need to do a forensic audit on all of where that money went. Every nickel of it should be have a forensic audit on where that money went to see if it went properly to the right things it was designated for. The supervisors made money. And for that, they sacrificed thousands of businesses that were destroyed. People left left the area. People got sick and died. Many people, my friends, had cancer, could not get cancer appointments. Listen, people think. Oh, Lou, you should. The re- one lady said, "Lou, I think you're getting too worked up about all this." Let me ask you this: Is there anything in the world it's worth getting worked up over for you anymore? Your kid dying, your parent, you know, you're losing business. anybody Anybody getting worked up about anything anymore? I'm done. I'll see you next week, Lord willing. And uh, if you want to listen to the show, uh, our uh, Saturday show is 10 to 12. It's only uh, about a two-hour show, 10 to 12, shorter than this one. But uh, we do a live show if you're interested. Okay, have a great week.
2: We're so glad
0: to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. We would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And remember, people, that no matter who. Still something.